7 o'clock. Do you know where your freedom is? Welcome to another edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. What you're about to see is nothing short of a miracle. So revolutionary that at this point in time, there is nothing else like it anywhere. Now you may ask yourself, how is this possible? Computers, that's how. He has a machine and a cord right out of his computer. Prepare, Prepare to, to make, make computer, computer to computer, computer contact. That is an idiot idea. Holy mackerel. The internet, that's the one with email, right? You've got mail. Yes, who said that? Thank you. God bless the internet. That's where the real action is. Come on and take a look. This could be very interesting indeed. What the hell is going on here, people? My lord. This man, uh, did he ever have a mind to lose? I'm telling you what, unbelievable uh, developments from his uh, briefing today that we're going to get to momentarily. But uh, before we do, welcome to Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick, uh, quarantine edition number 762. Um, yeah, again, just making that stuff up. But anyway, uh, welcome to the show, Joe Santorsa, Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City. Hi, we're still electric. Oh, good. Thank God. Uh, we uh, we had a power flicker last night. Came right back on though. So Uh-oh. saw a utility Uh-oh. truck on our street today. So I was I was all thumbs up. But anyway, and uh, rain from Four Freedoms blog, Washington D.C. The Beltway Bureau, the bubble, the swamp. Happy Tuesday. Happy Tuesday. Welcome to the year of our Lord, twenty four hundred. <laughs> that that late. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I mean, <clears throat> we only had we only had um, four government helicopters fly over our house today. Oh dear lord! Which is less than usual. I mean, I think I've said this. Like, yeah, you there's have. been a lot. There's been a lot of government helicopters, and I'm not talking black helicopters, or I'm not even doing like tinfoil shit. Yeah, a lot of helicopters. Oh, yeah, leave like the tinfoil shit to the pros. We'll talk about them, too. Yeah, but. yes. And, <laughs> and I just, I don't want to see any of them. They need to be locked down in that White House fixing this shit. They don't to be able Are you sure they shouldn't be producing amateurish propaganda videos that look like they should come out of Pyongyang? I think, <sighs> I think that one of those, one of those, one of those choppers was carrying the video. <laughs> the or, nuclear video. Or the flash drive or something. <laughs> a the, big, the, big flash drive. It's, it's a, no, it's the, the nuclear VHS. So um, <laughs> 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 they, they didn't even make that on a computer. They like had a camcorder. So, um, oh, I see what he, I can't believe. I, I'm sorry. I can't believe what he's saying right now. Okay, so yeah, so what we're getting to right now, we're talking about the World Health Organization. Yeah, he, he's going to. They're going to have a ninety-day ex, uh, uh, investigation into apparently how they caused all of this. Who? Now, the World Who? Health Organization. Yes, exactly. Who? The, the World Who? Health Organization. Who? Who? Who's, Who's on first? Who's on first? Yeah. Who's on first? We're going to investigate the World Health Organization. Who yes, and they're going to get to the bottom. This is. They're going to get. Test kits available and ready for every American. They're getting the Benghazi band together. They're going to do the the reunion tour. Mm. Get the Benghazi band. It's not going to go well. 
it's not going to go well for him. Uh, yeah. So yeah, it's going to go about as good as um, Chris Kobach's um, voter voter panel. Mm. So, uh, but yeah, I was doing audio for the show. What's that? I'm having so many dark thoughts lately. Like, well, really that's dark okay. thoughts. Yeah. So I'm sitting, I was sitting here doing the audio for the show. I was getting some of the stuff from the shit show from last night. Holy God. Um, and then I hear Trump slowly, meticulously reading from the other room because Susan had CNN on. And I hear him saying, and the World Health Organization failed to provide us the proper information at the proper time. And we will be looking into taking away funds or what, you know, and I'm like, what? Oh, my God. Am I hearing this right now? He is fucking blaming the World Health Organization for him forgetting to do anything in February or choosing not yeah. to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because everybody else is at fault. The World Health Organization erased all knowledge of February's existence. I thought it went straight from January to March. Yeah. Yeah. Besides, he didn't know because he was golfing. Oh, and he had that great travel ban. Yeah, he had that great travel ban in that only allowed in 40,000 people in 30 days. I have a sieve that works as good as his travel ban. (laughs) Well, I don't know. Oh God, days turn into weeks. Do you remember when I said every Do every week remember? is a month? Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. Now it's like every every week is a year. It's like every half hour is a month. It's ridiculous. <laughs> it's crazy. I made I bread. Mean, we found out. We, <laughs> we found out last week that a good damn majority of the cases that came into the United States, and this isn't blaming necessarily everybody. This is facts. Oh. It came from Europe. Oh, you're a fraud. Stop talking about facts. That is fake news. <laughs> a lot of the cases came from Europe. So people went to China. They went to yeah. Europe. They came back from Europe. I... Sure. 40,000 well, people. Was... Oh, my. 40,000 people. Hell of a band, Donnie. 40,000. Hey, you know, How does. <laughs> In a month. In a month. In a month. Yes. In a month. In a month. Yeah, that's a band. That's a band. That's a band aid, not a band. How many? How many rallies did he have in February, by the way? Oh, his last I'm, one was I'm in March, wasn't three? it? March second or something? Probably My guess March is three. Second. My guess is yeah, he had three in February. In I don't remember. Early March. Yeah. yeah. And I, I like to say something about this test nonsense that they inherited all these bad tests. Oh. <laughs> There were no tests. Exactly. Because this virus didn't exist. So how could a test be left over by Obama? Well, Obama a virus that didn't fucking exist. Hold on. Hold on. They're convoluting all over the place. You can't blame this virus on Obama when this virus did not exist when Obama was president. So Obama left him bad tests for for a virus Obama had no idea... No one even that didn't even exist at the time. There is a little confusion about this is because Obama Obama was given three years to fill the shelves that he left empty and he didn't fill them. And also he was tasked with building a time machine to learn about future viruses. Mm -hmm. And And get a good test for them. Yeah, exactly. You know, so so to be fair, Obama should have had the time machine. Sorry, that's the best joke I can make right now because I'm so mad about this. 
You know, um, you know what I, I heard. Been, I've, I've been trying the past, well, probably the past month, but. Oh, yesterday was was the the killer. Yesterday I it was like I'm smart. I'm smart. Oh, it, oh, it I'm was such like a dumb. Fredo. It that was total Fredo. He was like oh my God. totally Fredo. I'm smart. Oh my God. I'm smart. Just <laughs> uh, one reporter saying, "Excuse me, sir, you're not smart." Yeah, just it, what, that. Yeah, like, this was. Think. I can handle things. I'm oh, smart. he just called. He just I'm called. Like called uh, what's his name from? Like dumb. I'm smart, and I want respect. We'll say it again, Joe. <laughs> he just called. Oh, um, oh, I forgot his name. <laughs> He's the MSNBC White House reporter. He just called him a loudmouth. <laughs> All right, you know what? I hope you're a loud mouth. Yeah, <laughs> I'm smart. I, 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 I like dumb. I mean this sincerely. I hope that the reporters keep going after him the same way they did yesterday, because he's yeah. going to lose his shit. This is, and I, I said this to Bob, who said he would be on the show later. Mm -hmm. Um, I said this to Bob. If they keep boinking him like little. And then I don't think they're doing it to be spiteful. They're just doing their jobs. They need to stop be, being stenographers. But go after him. Go after him hard. Push him. Yeah. He gets he gets three, maybe four days of being pushed as hard as he was yesterday. That motherfucker is going to be like, fuck it, I'm out of here. You know what I said to Susan last night after all that shit went down? I said, this is a moment in history where journalists become legend. I, I agree. This is where an Edward R. Murrow or a Walter to. Cronkite or some somebody <clears throat> like that is going to arise from uh, the crisis that's going on right now and be that voice of leadership we need. In, you know, But I think it's going to be multiple voices this time around. I really think that a it's lot... It's got to be. It yeah. has to be. Because uh, it's, it's seriously... And it's I, basically I, I ABC, CBS, NBC, NSNBC, and CNN versus Fox. There's no other People players. are now and have been dying. And I don't necessarily put it on the feet. I don't ne I, I don't put it on the feet of journalists. But yeah. journalists need to know now is the time to step up and stop kowtowing him. Stop being the, you know, his, his stenographer. Push back like what we saw. Really push back. Well, that's in what, a way that yeah. needs to happen more than ever before because more. They saw what he did. They saw what he did to Jonathan Carl. All of them saw what they what he did to Jonathan Carl, a fucking professional, a good yeah. reporter, you know. And they were like, "All right, you know, we'll we'll get even tougher than that and see what he does to us," you know. So that's why I think we're going to start seeing a lot more like they're waiting for the weather to get better so Donnie can go outside and play in the Rose Garden and just start giving speeches that way and get out of the press room because he doesn't want to be that close to reporters anymore, I think. I think that was what happened today, why he did the little WHO stunt. He's doing something, that, oh, yeah. and, and he's not going to show back up. He'll just send out all the lackeys, um, you know, Pence, you know, and uh, all the Mnuchin and all these other dipshits. Oh, they're really nailing him. They're really nailing him. So that Caitlin, uh, what's her from CNN? Yeah, I've got. Uh, he just I, told I, her one question, <laughs> and she gave him two. <laughs> nice, nice. And then he, he went on about his investigation. She says, "You didn't answer my question." Good, good, good. 
I mean, it, the, the we, lies we, have we, never we, been so brazen. It's we, it's about time. I mean, if you're if they have to if long, they have to cover yeah. this shit, if they have to cover this shit. They have to expose them. Then they can't just sit there like you said, like stenographers. I'm I'm sort of disappointed that it took a goddamn pandemic for them to get to this point. But, but but I mean I mean you got two choices: either stop covering this shit, refuse to cover this bullshit, or or expose him for what he is. Well, here is here. Here's two. Yeah. Let's get to some audio before, before it gets close. too late. Because uh, okay. this here we go. This is from uh, CBS correspondent Paula Reed is asking Trump about what happened. What? Where did you buy time? And what did you do in February <laughs> when you said you bought time? What was done in February after he played his propaganda video? Because in the propaganda video, they had dates on all this stuff, except no clips from February at all. Went straight from January to March. I, I mean, you know, they couldn't even. I mean, I'm surprised. That it, I'm surprised they just didn't make a fake one and put in there. You know, <laughs> because that's. It. But yeah, there was a complete gap. Nothing was said in February. So maybe whoever made that video actually was that's a cry for for help from them or something. But um, uh, no, yeah, it, you're and, giving them too much credit. And he's like, what? They a lot of what he said. A lot of what we did in February was just covered in the video I just played you too. <laughs> so, um, but sh here she is. She's like, you know, it, it's an amazing interaction. And, and he, he, it's like, February's not in there, dummy. And he gets so mad. Is that you bought yourself some time. You didn't use it to prepare hospitals. You didn't use it to ramp up testing. Right you're now, so, you're so, you're so disgraceful. It's so disgraceful the way you say that. Let, let me just. The way you say listen, that. I just yes. went over it. I just went over it. In an unprecedented crisis. Nobody thought we should do it. And when I did it. But what did you do with no. the time that you bought? You know the we month did? of February. That, you that know we did? What do you do? What do you do when you have Holy. no case in the whole United States? You had cases when in you, you excuse me. Oh my god. You reported it. Zero oh. cases, zero deaths on January seventeenth. February, the entire January, January. I said in January. On January 30th. What did your administration do in February for the January. time that your travel ban bought A lot. You? A lot. And in fact, we'll give you a list. What we did, in fact, part of it was up there. It we did a lot. Look, look. No. You know you're a fake. You know <laughs> that. Your whole network, the way you cover it, is fake. And most of you, and not all of you. But the people are wise to you. That's why you have a lower a lower not. approval rating than you've ever had before, times probably three. And when you ask me that question, let me ask you this: Why didn't Biden? Why didn't? Why did Biden apologize? Why did he write a letter of apology? No, that's very important. Why did the Democrats think that I acted too quickly? You know why? Because they really thought that I acted too quickly. We have done a great job. Now I could have, I could have kept it open. And I could have done what some countries are doing. They're getting yep. beat up pretty badly. I could have kept it open. I thought of keeping it open because you nobody's did. ever heard of closing down a country, let alone you the United States of America. But if I no. would have done that, we would have had hundreds of thousands of people that would right now be dead. We've done this right. And we, we really, we really have done this right. The problem is the press oh, God. doesn't cover it the way it should be. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Seriously, what an oh. insane oh. person. I mean, he's just, I don't know if this condition has ever been discovered in another human being. 
Donald Trump, no, just so you know, right now, breaking news, everybody, there's only one v victim to the coronavirus, and it's Donald John Trump, everyone. Yes. Where's the sympathy for the, way, the families of the, of the 25,000 people, uh, uh, 25,000 people, those families, where are the words of kindness and warmth and compassion to them? The only thing you can do is worry about what the press is saying about you. That's right. That's the key he's, takeaway here. He is that he not he went, expressed sympathy at ever for the people no. who've died. He no. doesn't. We, he doesn't give a shit about his his cultists. He doesn't give a shit about anybody but himself and everybody who will kiss his ass. And you know, it might it must be really getting to him that good everybody's falling in line behind Joe Biden. Good, and that the that the Democrats are united, and that uh, Bernie Sanders gave such a, a, a strong you know endorsement, yeah. and then, uh, President Obama today, you know he, he, he his dreams of a fractured convention in July, and his dreams of of Bernie's uh, Sanders people voting Backing for him. him. Yeah, get out of here! It's not going to happen. Yeah. Yeah, that's really got to be driving him crazy. Uh, oh no, you know it is, and uh, you know it's like well, it's going to be a crazy. fight. Can we just acknowledge that as a baseline? Yeah, yeah yes. okay. But I, we I, and I mean this. I mean this. He is, and I don't use that term lightly. I have said many, there, many times on the show that I feel like he is not right in the head. Well, no, I don't think there's <laughs> any <laughs> accurate. I, yeah. I say that. I say that as a way because I I don't want to diminish people who have mental health issues. He's, I, he's not I, right. He's I, not well. I don't think there is any condition out there that anybody else has in this world unless they're like a serial killer, you know, or something, yeah. which, you know. Yeah, and that's that's the distinction here, uh, what you said, Rain, is that, I, look, I have mental health problems in my family. Believe me, I had three uncles that tried to commit suicide, one that did. Okay. Okay. So, I mean, I, mean, I, I have alcoholics in my family. I have all kinds of, of, of mental problems that I've dealt with all my life uh, in my family. And let me, let me say this. This is different. Those are people that are, that, that are suffering and suffering quietly. And, and, mm -hmm. and this man is, is making people suffer. His yes. mental man, illness is the mental illness of a Jeffrey Dahmer. Yeah, he's, he, I, I really do believe there's That's something the kind of that is illness. evil in his core. That's right. It's, it's, an, it, it's a mental illness that destroys other people. Yeah. Not I wouldn't be surprised if Trump had, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if Trump had some kind of human body part in a freezer at some point in his life. Yeah, well, you I know. Mean, I, I just, he, he's evil. There's a, and I, I've said it before, and I believe I mean, this, everybody has a certain amount of narcissism within them. That doesn't mean that it's sociopathological. Well, if you have he if you have any kind socio, of sociopathological narcissist, if you have any kind of self respect, I mean, you have you have some self respect, but I mean, it's another thing to hurt other people to make yourself look good. Yeah, that you have to knock somebody else down to make you yourself look good. I mean, that's 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 that is evil. That and is it's worse. The only thing he does, if you and it's it, the it's the worst kind of evil, and and yeah. so mental illness that 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 intentionally hurts other people. I have no 
sympathy for. No, but I don't have I, no sympathy for Jeffrey Dahmer or Charles Manson. Yeah. What, what you just said that, you know, that the only thing a person does is to knock down other people to make themselves feel good. Mm-hmm. That literally is, that's everything. That's how everything he lives. Everything that Trump does. That's how well, he lives and breathes. So that's his existence. So let's get, but yeah. So so let's let's further go into this. I don't know the name of the reporter who started the questioning uh, of this, but I knew who followed up. It was CNN's Caitlin Collins. Um, mm-hmm. But the, there was a guy. I think he might have been from ABC or CBS. I'm not sure. Um, but uh, he started the the asking about Trump and his authority over governors and things like that, and um, it was. Pretty fucking interesting what Trump said. Mr. President, just, just to clarify your understanding of your authority vis-a-vis governors, uh, just to be very specific. For instance, if a governor issued a state-at-home When you order, say my authority, the president's authority. Right. Oh, God. Because it's not me. This is when somebody's the president of the United States, the authority is total. And that's the way it's going to be. It's total. It's total. No, you have a couple of bands of, of, excuse me, excuse me. You have a couple. Could you rescind that order? You have a couple of bands of of, uh, Democrat governors, but they will agree to it. They will agree to it. But uh, the authority of the president of the United States having to do with the subject we're talking about is total. No. No. Everything about that. No. Tenth Amendment. Republicans used to love the Tenth Amendment. That's used the to. states' rights amendment. Yes. States' rights. Mm-hmm. And now you got this evil, evil, crazy mofo saying, "Oh, the government." No, Gavin Newsom is not going to agree to it. Dewine is not going to agree to it. Hogan is not going to agree to it. He's working up his base to go protest governors in state houses and things. Well, that's going to be interesting once his base is dead. Because they've already that's done true. it here in Ohio. They've already done it here in Ohio. So, you know, I wouldn't be surprised. Um, you know, some proud boys, you know, go out there and try and open up shop businesses. Uh, well, you know what? This is the, the thing. Every restaurant in Scranton could open up. I don't see anybody going there. So you, you know, you you can do whatever you want. Yeah. It's it's what the consumers are willing to, to put up with. Well, and then, then to Trump's with thugs crowds. will force I'm not this. willing to go into a restaurant crowded with people. Then then the Trump cultists will drag us from our homes and force us to give our money to restaurants we don't want to eat at. You must oh, yeah, eat no. at Olive Garden. <laughs> oh, I'm with Joe. He mentioned this. He mentioned this in the chat right before the show. I'm not willing to go sit out at a restaurant for a really long time, even mm-hmm. after even after we're deemed in Maryland by our governor, a Republican governor like you can. Yeah. Says it's okay. It's gonna take me a long time to want to go out eat again. Well, I'm gonna tell you something. Really Until there's time. a vaccine or at the very minimum, a proven effective uh uh treatment for this disease. I I just, you know, last year I renewed my season tickets at the baseball stadium. Okay? Cost me 1000 over $1000. Okay? I'm never going there to this year, even if if they do open, which they have. Yeah. Yeah. But if they happen to have like a, a month or two of the season, I'm not going there. I'm not going to be there in a crowd. The seats are like 
on top of each other, literally. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going there. I'm not going to go to a restaurant again this year. No. I, I'm feeling like that's where we're headed. We just I, ordered a bunch of masks through, the, it, through, the, through the mail. I said, I don't care when they come because we have all year. I don't care if they come in May, June. I don't care when they come. Mm-hmm. Because because you know what? I can, we're going to be wearing masks the rest of the year. Wherever we go and there's going to be people, I'm wearing a mask. I I agree. I concur. So I get and 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 I I concur too. And uh, that's that when that's the point when I pivot to being really fucking righteously angry because it did not. And I I try not to live in the past. I do. I don't like the coulda, the shoulda, the wouldas. Mm-hmm. But I get really angry because it didn't have to be like this here in no. this country. But no. I'm glad my governor is not is 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 uh, in with the uh, with the Northeast governors uh, led yeah. by uh, Andrew Cuomo. Uh, governor Tom, uh, Tom Wolf has done a wonderful job in Pennsylvania. He's not going to be opening up anytime soon until we have massive testing. In fact, we watched Rachel Levine, our, our the, the head of our health state health uh, organization. I saw her today too on CNN. Isn't she something? I said, Susan, pay attention to her because she's, she's like she's like the best at communicating, like big information in a very efficient and smart way. We sat there today, and every minute listening to her was worth it. Yeah, it gave me information. When she was asked questions, she gave precise answers that we could understand. Oh my God! A, a, a public official that actually answers questions. Oh, must yeah. be a Democrat. And if you watch, she is the one conducting the uh, briefing. Mm-hmm. Tom Wolf isn't there. Sure, it's it's Rachel Levine is there. Well, you know, it's and like she's what giving Cuomo, us the information we yeah. need to stay alive. I don't have to see Governor Wolf. Yeah, I have to see her. It's like Cuomo and Dewine. They do a little sit down. They they you know go to the podium, lectern, whatever speak for a little bit and they're like now let the experts talk you know i mean but well yes. cuomo cuomo's yes. almost kind of doing fireside chats at this point yeah, which are kind of yeah, fucking I, amazing i get what what you're saying joe but i just give me give me some cuomo yeah well, he, sits, it, it, he sits behind the lectern or the the desk, desk. and it's like cuomo is is cuomo me. is i i have a, an affection for well let me put it this way I am on two levels with Cuomo. Politically, me and him don't line up. Okay. Yeah. I agree. Politically, Andrew Cuomo and me don't not line up. Uh-huh. Okay. But on an ethnic level, I understand him, and I and he culturally connects with me because yeah. he talks like my 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 father talked. He talks like my grandfather talked. You know. Mm-hmm. That's great. He, you know, a gentle strength. A yeah. gentle strength. The thing, thing is, when it comes to Cuomo, and um, that was so my, my nickname in high school, there. by the way, gentle strength. Gentle so, strength. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I um. I can I, see I, that. I can see that. Hat tip, Rhett and Link. I'm sorry, I keep stealing Rhett's joke. Ah, <laughs> uh, a lot of people in New York, liberals and well, forget conservatives. I'm not even going to give the time of day. But a lot of liberals weren't really mm-hmm. and aren't really fond. Of and I, I understand. I I actually really do understand. But he is the governor that is needed for this time in that state. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like everything else. 
there's going to come a time when we all settle down, when all, all this is passed, and we get back to our differences. And I certainly have differences with Andrew Cuomo on policy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He's a Democrat. Don't get me wrong, but he's he's like a blue dog. You're saying and a return to civil discourse might be kind of nice? I yeah. Right? And, yeah. Right? Yeah. Right. Right. Which you can have with Republicans. I mean, the, the reasonable ones. I mean, Nicole Wallace was a, is, is a Republican or was a Republican. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Okay, so I mean, I mean, obviously we're gonna we're gonna Max Booth and all these people we we see now that we 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 agree with, we'll be back fighting with them, but on policy, not not on whether yeah. things exist. That has been my motto for the so, past two years. I'd like to say three, but for the past two years, I want to get back. Like before the show, I was talking to a good friend of ours, who is he's a Reagan Republican. And he pulled me aside two years ago saying, I, I can't, I can't do this. I can't be a Republican. And I remember mm-hmm. saying, well, then you know what? Just register because New York is a closed primary state. And I said, look, just register as a Democrat so you can help vote him out. You don't have to agree with us because I'm a flaming liberal. But just help. But if I had and, to choose between Andrew Cuomo and, a Repu- and any Republican like Pataki, you know, obviously I'd vote for for Andrew yes. Cuomo. Yes. But you know, he's he he he's not my type of Democrat. Let me put it. Andrew that way. Pataki was not the the kind of governor who made me throw up. I think he you was mean okay. George George Pataki. Did yeah. I say Andrew Pataki? Andrew oh my Pataki. God. Look yeah, at George, you just made a hybrid. George and Andrew you just had made a, baby. a hybrid. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But no, I didn't. I didn't hate Pataki. I disagreed with him deeply. I didn't mm-hmm. hate him. I I think that he did a fine job. In yeah, New the York difference is, I'd like to get. I'd like 9/11. to get down to where we we have disagreements on how to solve problems instead of having disagreements about whether the problem exists at all. Yeah. Thank you. Oh my God, well, that was brilliant. It is brilliant, and we got to go to the break at this. But we're going to pick up this conversation when we come back, and. I hate to brag, uh, but uh, only Victoria know- Victoria Jackson knows this about me. Everybody is that ah, I'm recent. Yes, and that is th- because I wrote a song way back, and I w- was in the Dad of Rock, and also performed it with Hairwolf called "Employees Must Wash Hands Before Returning to Work." Hello, I'm a prophet. That's how much I cared about hand washing. I wrote a fucking song about it. Um, so, <laughs> so don't you assholes, I'm sorry, uh, the experts from work who are like, you just need to wash your hands. You just do that every cold and flu season. Yeah. yeah. Let's see the song you wrote about it. Yes, exactly. Where's your <laughs> yeah. song? Chachi. Where's your song? Uh, so. <laughs> hand washer. Wannabe. Uh, hand washer wannabe. <laughs> I'm a pro. All right, so we're gonna yeah we're gonna go to the break. I'm not sure what the audio quality is on this, but I'm curious to find out because I might slap it up on YouTube, try and get, generate some revenue. <laughs> anyway, um, here we go. We're gonna run to the break, and uh, no, I'm not trying to profit off this. That's evil. Um, I'm not a Republican. We'll be right back. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. So new and different, it won first prize at the International Inventors Exposition. KennyPick.com You might have heard about this song. We have flyers for it everywhere. It's called Employees Must Wash Hands Before Returning to Work. (laughs) 
Hey, this is Brad Friedman from bradblog.com and the Bradcast, heard right here on Indie Media Weekly. Thanks for supporting truly independent media, right here on Indie Media Weekly. Hey, I'm Rick Beatty. And I'm Nick Sadler. And I am Jody Hamilton. We are from the bunker so we do a one hour weekly podcast where we get to speak our mind about stuff from a liberal perspective we will be on indie media weekly saturdays at 5 p.m eastern we are so excited if you don't have any right-wing friends you'll feel at home with us from the bunker with jody hamilton nick sadler and richard Beatty on indie media weekly saturdays at 5 p.m eastern Get ready for the fastest two hours in radio. Listen to Paul's Memory Bank live every Monday from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern right here on Indie Media Weekly. Your DJ, Paul, will serve up a mix of classic rock, pop, and novelty music all tied together with a weekly theme. That's Paul's Memory Bank every Monday from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern exclusively on Indie Media Weekly. Extraterrestrial radio, all the power without the tower. This is Indie Media Weekly, extraterrestrial radio, all the power without the tower.
This is Stephanie Miller. You're listening to Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. Great Scott, what is that? It's really weird, but it's also the coolest fucking thing I've ever heard in my whole life. It's terrible, by the way, totally overproduced. The first known instance of a man who was killed because he had lousy ratings. Oh my God, they've killed Kenny, you bastard! I've had worse. It's showtime. I can handle things, I'm smart! Not like everybody says! Like, dumb, I'm smart and I want respect! I want to start calling him Don Afredo. <laughs> that fits. Don Afredo. I mean, he's so Don afraid. Afredo. Look at him. Look at him lash out. He's so afraid. Oh, so um. hey, somebody take him out on uh, on uh, Lake Tahoe and uh, <laughs> make, him, yeah. make him make the prayers. Make him go like Davy Jones. Yeah, you, yeah. You know, take him on a bull ride uh, out on Sleep. Lake Tahoe. Sleep with some fishes. <laughs> Yeah, uh, he likes uh, he, he likes, likes cement uh, shoes. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, uh, he didn't get cement shoes. He, uh, Fredo got a but a bing, but a boom. He no, got he got the, bing, the, bing, bong, and that. Bing and the boat and the, no. and the bing, bing, bong, and that. <laughs> that <laughs> you got uh, you got blood all over your nice Ivy League suit. <laughs> oh, all right, Joe Santors of Grand Pennsylvania Electric City. Welcome back. Yes, thank you. And Rain from Four Freedoms blog, Washington D.C. The Beltway Beer, the Bubble, the Swamp. Welcome back to you as well. Oh, I have I have a, a bone oh. to pick with uh, Kenny. Hi. Kenny, pick. Uh oh, is it about the sandwich? Yes. God oh, damn it! Good Lord. <laughs> you didn't think this night was going by without you get, you getting away with that, Kenny? He's fucking Italian. I that know sandwich, they and I'm German. Forget, and I'm German. We like yeah, mustard well, on sausage. It should have been Brockwurst and not sausage. <laughs> okay. What do you think? That is a okay. sausage. Worst is okay, a sausage. Well, not really. It's not Italian sausage. Was that Italian sausage? Oh, my sausage God. You too. I'm not going to tell you what kind of sausage it was because I can't look, take this abuse. Look. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> Stop. Stop it. <laughs> Where's Bobber? Bobber, get on here. Well, Bob, yeah. He's he's literally out there. He's out there unloading dirt from the truck. Oh, Oh, that's too bad. Well, well, I hope he's doing it with sauce. All right, so this all started. I I made I made a homemade bread the other day, and I said, by the way, beautiful bread. Thank you. It was delicious. A little dense. I think I might have needed it too much. So I think it maybe it the I tightened up the glutens a little too much. It looked gorgeous. So Thank you. Delicious. Uh, but yeah, so too much and it was I fried too tight that gluten. I f- fried some f- sausage and red peppers and onions. I I mm-hmm. sliced it up so it would go further, you know, instead of just having a big slab mm-hmm. of sausage. Um, it looked great and caramelized it real good, and I got a nice reduction of red. Uh, like the the, uh, the the red pepper and onion just turned into this like sweet glaze on it, and mm-hmm. then I put a little bit Lovely of cheese, a little bit of cheese, and some yellow mustard. Oh, God. <laughs> you just, it was <laughs> and, like you just stabbed me in the heart. And heart-y. Joe and Bobber last night, basically, I I I can basically I was forced to admit that I made a uh, Hitler Mussolini hoagie, is what I did. <laughs> God. It yeah. really got dark, man. It got real oh. dark real fast. And that's, so. that's dark for 
us. Yeah, and then I shared. Yeah, and then I shared the uh, the the uh, crowning touch mustard bottle. <laughs> oh, it was like double stabbing hard. <laughs> it wasn't. Uh, it was French's. So no, it's Plockman's. Plockman's. That's and I, the and I pointed out to Kenny that if he ever did that in the neighborhood I grew up in. Someone would be burning a pepperoni on his lawn. <laughs> Cat says, "Boys, you're both the prettiest." <laughs> so, <laughs> it's true. You both right. are pretty. No, so, I mean he built the prettiest <laughs> sausage I mean, and pepper sandwich point, with homemade bread. It was so Italian. He was almost there, and then boom, he blew it up like a nuclear. And bomb. then your Kraut McFriend. Again, at one point, I <laughs> and then my Kraut. Clout, yeah, my Kraut, your McFriend ruined the freaking <laughs> sandwich with mustard. Uh, God damn I literally told all of them, all the men to the corners, yeah, do not a, whip German it out. Irish. Well, let me tell you something, my Kraut McFriend. I'm going to make so much trouble for you, you won't know what hit you. And he did, and I did not know what hit me. <laughs> <laughs> yes. It was it was a it was a tsunami of sauce because <laughs> I, I know. said, God, Kenny, that he thing said, should be buried he in said, sauce. He said I would have been killed in his household growing up. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, it was ugly. It was you ugly. Been, Everybody listening to the show. I would have been disowned, that, excommunicated, you been severely disciplined if my mother caught you with that sandwich. <laughs> but I'm telling you, it's like boys, boys. Yeah, it's still sweat. it's funny. Yeah, okay. All right. Don't say penis in this. All right. <laughs> Moving right along. Speaking of penises. All right. Don't okay. say penis in this. Um, let's get back to uh, the one that keeps, the, the little gross one that keeps popping up on our TVs every day. Doesn't oh, the FCC mushroom? have rules? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, this is his follow-up on the total authority thing. Sorry if we sidetracked off of that. But, yeah, the total Trump has total authority over governors. CNN's Caitlin uh, Collins, awesome. She could be the next Edward R. Murrow, along with Paula Reed. Um, and uh, yeah, in in rain, basically, it took women to really, you know, woman up and start asking these tough questions of Trump. You know? Yeah. What was the, what was the phrase from Veep? Either um, man up or lady down. Man up or lady down. Yeah. So, uh, woman up. Yeah. Girls so. run the world. And uh, here she is, uh, Caitlin Collins, just uh, telling Trump, no, you're, you're wrong. You're wrong. You don't understand the Constitution. A quick question about something you just said. You said when someone is president of the United States, their authority is total. That is not true. Who, who okay, you? you know what we're going to do? We're going to write up papers mm. on this. It's not going to be necessary oh, because the papers. governors need us one way or yeah. the other because ultimately... It comes with the federal government. That being said, we're getting along very well with the governors, and I feel very certain that uh, there won't be a problem. Yeah, please, go ahead. Has any governor agreed that you have the authority to decide when their state... I haven't asked anybody. Because I don't... You know why? Because I don't have to. Go ahead, please. But who told you that the president has the authority? Enough. (laughs) You really should. Enough. He really is a dictator. Enough. Yeah. Sit down, little lady. He really thinks that he is a dictator. And I think everybody should be reminded right now that Adam, um, uh, 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 his name is Schiff. Yes. Thank you. Adam Schiff warned us of this. Yeah. He said, if you think he's going to stop, you're wrong. And look at, uh, he literally is saying that he has 
ultimate power and that his powers as in that position cannot be questioned. We're in a really dangerous place. This nation is in a very, very dangerous place. Well, I, and everybody forgot. He went a little under the radar. Is uh, was that that fat fuck that's in the Justice Department, Bill Barr? Yeah, he yes. just said that about three or four days ago. Yeah, didn't he say something like, "Well, we'll have to if they don't open up, we'll have to start taking a look at them." Yes, like the Justice Department was going to start investigating. That's a real nice governors. place you got there. It'd be mm -hmm. a shame if something mm -hmm. was to happen to it. I'd like to see Bill Barr try that. I'd like to see that Justice Department start muscling Andrew Cuomo. Because <laughs> mm -hmm. I'm going to tell you something cute. about. That's cute. Uh, yeah, yeah. No, I, that's... I'm going to tell you something about an Italian. <laughs> you ain't going to muscle us, okay? Well, okay, he said if, if Trump us, wants a fight, he's us. not going to get one. And Cuomo said if Trump is, is trying to pick a fight right now, he's not going to get one. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. Uh, and Trump like, sees that as like, a victory almost. Like, Trump sees that yeah, as like a victory. To him, it's like publicity. Mm -hmm. It's like there's no such thing as to him bad publicity. Yeah. As long as the worst thing that could happen to Trump is if the press completely ignored him. Mm -hmm. Or attacks him like they did yesterday. No, ignore him. He doesn't mind the attacks because he, he, he thrives on that. So he thrives I, I on don't that. Know, I don't know if I agree with that, Joe. I know where you're going with that. I, I understand the theory that, you're, that you've got. I mean, not trying to read your mind but if they keep attacking him and they're not attacking him by the way they're challenging him they challenged him yesterday from what you've been saying and from what i've been seeing they challenged him today keep it yeah, keep they, challenging they him showing. because you know yeah. what if I'm, they keep doing this he will not be able to handle it no no I, but, but he, what i'm what i'm saying is is that to him not being the center of attention, whatever kind of attention, okay, is 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 bad to him. Yeah, I think that would be the worst thing for him. Absolutely. I, uh, don't get me wrong. This attack, I'm, I'm, the, the press a, is doing I, exactly what they should do. I don't disagree with you, but I think if they keep keep challenging him the way they have been the past two days, mm -hmm. he won't be able to handle it. I I really can legitimately see him saying, "Fuck this, I'm out." I could see him resigning. I could see him resigning. Of a narcissist. I could absolutely, I, 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 honest to God, that's, that's what I'm getting at. <clears throat> I think that's why he put Pence in charge so early too, because he's like, I can't you know, handle I, this. I can't deal with I, this. I, well, he you knew that, it. but I also I thought that that don't forget if he puts somebody else in charge, then it's their fault. True. Who cares at this point? There are potentially well, hundreds of thousands of people who are going to die. Of course, but he doesn't. He, I, I, from his perspective. All that matters is someone to blame. It doesn't matter if a million people die. He doesn't care about a million people dying or one person dying. He doesn't care about any of that. He cares about his personal perception. Yeah, I, I don't, again, I don't disagree with that, but I really want people to start pushing him. I don't oh, absolutely. care if it, means, if it means he's getting the attention. Absolutely. Because what Trump ultimately cares about is the kind of attention he's getting. And yeah. that's why he's been allowed to thrive for th this long. I'm just saying that's that very he's well the kind said, of person Rain. that doesn't like to be ignored. Yeah, but what you said, Rain, that 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 was very well put. Um, 
So, uh, but one thing uh, we need to, and I think we're going to have this, if he ever rears his greasy little shitball of a head uh, in front of enough reporters again to be asked enough questions, um, the, you know, uh, the, this is where they have to go. February. Every yes. reporter needs mm-hmm. to hammer him on February like I begged you to do on birtherism. Mm-hmm. 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 February every fucking day until there is an answer. There is a timeline for what they did. You know, full transparency. We want to know, you know, exactly what happened on every day that you were doing in regards to stopping COVID-19 from killing this so many Americans. The last last. pandemic. Francie posted in the chat room, uh, the first half hour of the show. Yeah. In February, Francie, and I really appreciate this. He had a rally in New Hampshire. Yes. New Hampshire primary, Arizona, Arizona primary, Colorado, Nevada, Nevada primary. He couldn't do Ohio. South Carolina primary. And on March, so that was just in, in February. And on March 2nd, he had a rally in South Carolina again. He Didn't he have one lined up for anything. Ohio? Didn't he have one lined up for Ohio, but our primary got pushed back? Ah, uh, that's that probably, probably is correct. Probably so, did. So that's like one, two. Trump is literally a a, a flying petri dish. He is. And he really and is. if I am not mistaken, that March second rally, the last one he had, mm-hmm. is the one he said that this whole thing was a hoax. Yes. Yeah. Well, let's So as late as yeah. March 2nd, he was still denying this was even existing. Well, I want to I want to get to this audio before it gets too late. Um uh, so we can wrap up the Trump uh shit. But this is mostly Anderson Cooper and Jim Acosta. They do go over some of the Trump audio we've already played here, but not a ton of it. But yeah, the this is all about Trump's meltdown and the lost month of February. Nice. Want a better God damn it. We've got you. I didn't cut off the commercial at the beginning. Fuck you, Mediaite. That sucks. I'm going to just turn it down. Turn the TV down in the other room. Hey. So I can hear that nerd wallet thing. Oh, here. Interesting. First of all, I'd like to hear your thoughts just overall in terms of of all the statements, you know, kind of uh, stunning statements the president has made over time, how this ranks. Um, Just overall, what did you think? Yeah, Anderson, I mean, I I think this was a total meltdown uh, that the president had in that briefing earlier today. I've not seen him that off the rails since uh, the days of Charlottesville. Yeah. uh, When clearly that was a failure of presidential leadership on his part. And and to some extent, he is he is backpedaling uh, because he knows the same kind of scrutiny is on him now. Uh, He responded pretty uh, angrily during that briefing because of these stories that have been uh, coming out over the last uh, 48 hours, calling into question his actions. uh, as this pandemic was building up uh, and gaining momentum. Uh, and and uh, one thing we should point out about that video, which looked straight out of Beijing or Pyongyang, I mean, there were White House officials who were working on that video this afternoon. So that video, campaign style video, propaganda video, whatever you want to call it, was paid for with your tax dollars. Uh, but the, the White House put that video out there to respond to the criticism uh, that has been coming in over the last couple of days. And, and the president was asked about this during the briefing, whether or not he let uh, too much time pass as he was offering all of these rosy projections about the coronavirus and here's what he had to say. 
What did you do with the time that you bought? You know, the month did. of February. That you, know, you know we did. What do you do when you have no case in the whole United States? You had cases when you, you excuse me, you reported it. Zero cases, zero deaths on January 17th. February. The has a complete gap. On January 30th. What did your administration do in February with the time that your travel ban was? A lot. And in fact, we'll give you a list. Yeah. What we did, in fact, part of it was up there. Lies. We did a lot. Look, look. Luck. You know you're Luck. a fake. You know that your whole network, the way you cover it, is fake. And most of you, and not yeah. all of you. But the people are wise to you. That's why you have a lower a lower approval rating than you've ever had before, times probably three. Because that's something that we care about right now. I mean, yeah. I mean his go-to, I mean, with CBS yeah. News, who's a good reporter, Anderson. Yeah. yeah. I mean, again, you know, he goes to like ratings uh, ahead, and yeah. approval approval numbers. Uh, like that's a metric that matters when so many people are dying, and he's the president of the United States. The fact that he even focuses on you know his ratings during these press conferences is. I mean, it's right. uh, it's pathetic. Um, it is fascinating. I mean, you know, uh, a lot of uh, epidemiologists and others have talked about this lost month of February. The idea, you know, the the, right. the, the comment she was making and sort of the direction she was going in was, OK, you bought time with this alleged travel ban from China. It wasn't really a ban. Tens of thousands of people still came in on right. flights. But you bought allegedly bought some time. What did you do with that time in the month of February? And he couldn't answer it because that's a lost month because he was holding meetings with Diamond and Silk, uh, <laughs> if that's what they're yeah. called, and, you know, uh, get, talking about <laughs> magical disappearances in April. <laughs> in magical disappearances in April. God. Ah, man, Anderson Cooper and Jim Amen. Acosta. Amen. Yes. I love those guys. And cats love I, Anderson um, Cooper, too, by the way. I, I just got a private message from my friend across the street. Is it Anderson Cooper? Brian Karam. Mm-hmm. No, he's not. He's not <laughs> I'm just kidding. But she just she just sent me um, a video that she filmed on the screen, and I went to Twitter to make sure it was like legit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brian Karam, who I've met, who's an awesome dude. Mm-hmm. He's the reporter for Playboy. He's yeah. Pushing him, pushing him, and from. Trump, Trump, Trump actually threatened to leave. Mm-hmm. He's the one that, remember I said when we first started the show, he called him a loudmouth. Oh, okay. No, it was Brian? It was him. Yeah, ah. he called him a loudmouth. He said, you're a loudmouth, and if you don't shut up, I'm yeah, going to leave. He, he, okay, I didn't realize it was, I didn't yeah, know it was, it was Brian. Yeah, it was Brian Karen. Brian Karen. Brian is, Brian's a really cool dude. Oh, yeah. Wow. He, he, and, and you know... I Sandy say, knows him. My friend Jamie knows him. Jamie worked with him on a Playboy situation. No, she worked with him. I think it was uh, America's Most Wanted. She was like a kind of like she worked on that. Sh- you know, she worked for those shows. If you so keep she, talking, I'll just time. leave. Trump said, "If you keep talking, I'll just leave." I just a, just a loud talking. If, if that's all we have to do, America, start talking. <laughs> Patriots, yes, please. Oh, Patriots. we need your loud start mouths. Talk. Yes, start talking now. Yeah, just. Oh, oh my God. Uh, that's all it takes. Dude, yeah, we can do this. Keep <laughs> Seriously, that's what I was saying Keep questioning him. Keep pushing him because he is the kind of guy who's like. Okay, forget it. 
I'm leaving. He will he will leave the office if you keep pushing him the way he's been pushed the past two days. You Do know it. his you know you know it really has to be under his skin. All this happening. Chlamydia and, and his coronavirus <laughs> yeah, under his skin. But it, but, oh wait, smegma. He's got smegma under it. Of all the things going on with this, knocking him down, killing show. his economy. No. Right? Mm -hmm. and, and all the trouble he went through to get rid of Joe Biden. <laughs> and what yeah. he's left with is Joe Biden. <laughs> yep. Yep. It's, uh, that's a, you know what that is? That's a spicy meatball. Mamma mia, that's a spicy meatball. And Trump notoriously yeah. doesn't like spicy food. So, um. I still think he's got smegma under his I, you know, I've I've tried not to address that, Rain. So I'd I'd prefer you don't try and uh, push me to the limit. Stalactites too. Yeah. So, <laughs> all right then. Oh, just... oh. Yeah. That would make his tiny penis like stretch out and hang low. Well, all right. When we come oh. back, uh, what? Yeah. Don't say penis in this house. When we come back, we'll get to President Obama's endorsement of Joe Biden. Uh, have about a good five minutes There's of it. It is. I'm just going to start the next segment with it instead of me talking. And, uh, yeah, so the next hour we'll start with Obama's endorsement. Good five minutes of him endorsing Joe Biden. It's, it's pretty beautiful. If you miss leadership and compassion and intelligence and um, leadership in general, you know, uh, you're not going to want to miss it. So we'll be right back with more Turn Up the Night right after this. Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. Boy, that's, that's getting to be a pain in the ass, isn't it? What, what kind of radio station is this? KennyPick.com This is metal aficionado Kenny Pick. Every weekday from 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern, it's Gods and Monsters. Gods of Metal and Monsters of Rock right here on Indie Media Weekly. Brace yourselves for two big hours of hard rock and heavy metal, selected from my own personal music vault. You'll hear classics from the extended family trees of Black Sabbath, Deep Purple, and Kiss, heavy metal standards like Judas Priest, Iron Maiden, and Dio. You'll get a heapin' helpin' of power metal, speed metal, thrash, melodic, glam, you name it, it's here. Except death metal and new metal. I do not like that stuff. You'll hear guitar virtuosos and shredders from the Leviathan and Shrapnel Records catalogs. Rare gems from the new wave of British heavy metal, some guilty pleasures in the form of 80s hair metal, and rock and metal from around the globe. Gods and Monsters. Every weekday from 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly. And now, on with the show. I can handle things, I'm smart. Not like everybody says. Like dumb, I'm smart and I want respect. another edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. What you're about to see is nothing short of a miracle. So revolutionary that at this point in time there is nothing else like it anywhere. Now you may ask yourself, how is this possible? Computers, that's how. He has a machine and a cord right out of his computer. Prepare to make computer to computer contact. That is an easiest idea. Holy mackerel. The internet, that's the one with email, right? You've got mail. Yeah, who said that? Thank you. God bless the internet. That's where the real action is. Come on and take a look. This could be very interesting indeed. These aren't... These aren't normal times. 
As we all manage our way through a pandemic unlike anything we've seen in a century, Michelle and I hope that you and your families are safe and well. If you've lost somebody to this virus, or if someone in your life is sick, or if you're one of the millions suffering economic hardship, please know that you're in our prayers. Please know that you're not alone, because now's the time for all of us to help where we can and to be there for each other as neighbors, as co-workers, and as fellow citizens. In fact, over the past weeks, we've seen plenty of examples of the kind of courage, kindness, and selflessness that we're gonna to need to get through one of the most difficult times in our history. Michelle and I have been amazed at the incredible bravery of our medical professionals who are putting their lives on the line to save others. The public servants and health officials battling this disease. The workers taking risks every day to keep our economy running. And everyone who's making their own sacrifice at home with their families, all for the greater good. But if there's one thing we've learned as a country from moments of great crisis, it's that the spirit of looking out for one another can't be restricted to our homes or our workplaces or our neighborhoods or our houses of worship. It also has to be reflected in our national government. The kind of leadership that's guided by knowledge and experience, honesty and humility, empathy and grace. That kind of leadership doesn't just belong in our state capitals and mayor's offices. It belongs in the White House. And that's why I'm so proud to endorse Joe Biden for President of the United States. Choosing Joe to be my Vice President was one of the best decisions I ever made, and he became a close friend. And I believe Joe has all the qualities we need in a president right now. He's someone whose own life has taught him how to persevere, how to bounce back when you've been knocked down. When Joe talks with parents who've lost their jobs, we hear the son of a man who once knew the pain of having to tell his children that he'd lost his. When Joe talks about opportunity for our kids, we hear the young father who took the train home each night so he could tuck his children into bed. And we hear the influence of Jill, a lifelong teacher. When Joe talks to families who've lost a hero, we hear another parent of an American veteran, a kindred spirit, somebody whose faith has endured the hardest loss there is. That's Joe. Through all his trials, he's never once forgotten the values or the moral fiber that his parents passed on to him and that made him who he is. That's what steals his faith in God, in America, and in all of us. That steal made him an incredible partner when I needed one the most. Joe was there as we rebuilt from the Great Recession and rescued the American auto industry. He was the one asking what every policy would do for the middle class and everyone striving to get into the middle class. That's why I asked him to implement the Recovery Act, which saved millions of jobs and got people back on their feet. Because Joe gets stuff done. Joe helped me manage H1N1 and prevent the Ebola epidemic from becoming the type of pandemic we're seeing now. He helped me restore America's standing and leadership in the world on the other threats of our time, like nuclear proliferation and climate change. Joe has the character and the experience to guide us through one of our darkest times and heal us through a long recovery. And I know he'll surround himself with good people. Experts, scientists, 
military officials who actually know how to run the government and care about doing a good job running the government and know how to work with our allies and who will always put the American people's interests above their own. Yeah, I had to tee that one up. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I guess we just go straight to the, uh, oh, we, you know, a standard on men is not going to work for this one. We, I need to dust this one off real quick. Joe, pass me the f feather duster, please. Thank Here you, sir. There we go. In Jesus' name, boogity, 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 amen. All right. He's back. Yes, yes. When we needed him the most. So, yeah, a regular amen, too. Amen. Seriously. Amen. Welcome back to uh, Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick for 4-14-2020. Um, don't forget, February 2020, an entire month. We want to know what happened every 29 days because it was a leap year this year, Trump. You even had an extra day this year and you did new shit. It's not his fault. No, it's the World Health Organization's fault. That's right. Uh, or it's somebody no, else's. It's the, Obama's fault. The extra day fault. is not his fault. It's science. Oh. Thanks, Obama. <laughs> so, uh, but anyway, welcome back to the show. Rain from Four Freedoms Blog, Washington, D.C., the Beltway Bureau, the Bubble of the Swamp. Hello. Thank you for playing. You I are very welcome. Mm-hmm. Put this on the chat, and I, I want to make this clear. Yeah. Biden is not, I don't think Biden, it doesn't matter what you guys, well, it does matter what you think, but Biden was not my first. Uh, yeah. The one thing I've always loved about Joe Biden is that he has always had a willingness to change course. Like if somebody points out, like Kamala did, Kamala, sorry. Mm-hmm. Kamala pointed out, you did this and I didn't like it. I don't think you're a racist. And he yeah. actually went back, took a look at it and realized, okay, maybe I could have done things better. And that's something that I've always loved about Biden. Trump will never admit fault. Yes. I will never fault a person. I take no blame. I take no responsibility better. for anything, but I have total authority. Total yeah. authority. Yes. And so it's such a, it's such a, it, it's, it's almost like, you know, when you go out in the morning and the sun shines on your face. Yeah. That's how I felt hearing, hearing President Obama again. And Joe, and I, I, I want to yeah. say, I mean, I do want to say this about, about, about Biden. Um, he's, he's not perfect and he doesn't need to be perfect. But the thing I like about him is that he's willing to listen and be like, okay, maybe you have I'll some try and be ideas. better. Yes. Yeah, I think that's be so best. important. Uh, yeah, and uh, and of course, Joe Santorsa, Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City. Um, I uh, yeah, and and to to I'm going to put it in in uh, sci-fi terms for you right now. It's like we just got a message from the universe we were all transported from into this alternate hellscape universe. It's like Obama was like the beacon from the other universe, saying that there's hope. <laughs> So, do you? <laughs> what do you think about that? All I know is uh, he left me an empty cupboard. Oh God! Empty cupboard. I yeah, I sold Jesus. I sold you a car three years ago, mm -hmm. and you never changed the oil on it, and it's my fault. All I know is I, I looked for Cheez-Its. I went there, no Cheez-Its. <laughs> empty box. 
Oh, I was hoping for some Vienna sausages because I can totally relate. Um, <laughs> sorry. No, there was, was no cheese. That was a penis joke. Don't say there was penis no chips. in this house. <laughs> um, <laughs> it wasn't even wasn't even a mushroom. No mushrooms. Uh, just, just like no mini pepperoni. mini Vienna sausages. They're already mi- they're already mini, Donald. Oh, just a make a smaller just ones. Just a half a pack, half a pack of yeast. What am I going to do with yeast? <laughs> well, yeah, exactly. Uh, send it to Trisec. I, he needed yeast. And by the way, thank you, <laughs> yeah. Trisec. Oh, wait, I got to find the comment. Uh, let me paste it again because I have it copied. I loved his message so much. Nobody ever got a sausage from Fenway. Roll long sausage, green peppers, onions, and all caps, yellow mustard. Hold on. Uh, <laughs> yellow mustard. Could I there say something right now? Take it from a dedicated Died in the pinstripe Yankee fan. Well, that's exactly what I that's exactly what I expect somebody at Fenway to serve. Oh my god. Oh the gauntlet has been now? thrown. <laughs> oh no, that's picking cool, a fight dude. with Trisec. Man. <clears throat> so I'm just gonna put this out there. And this is Boston? this is sports related, right? So yeah, I don't really know no. what's going on. So it's all right. I'm Boston I'm neutral. Is largely Irish. Okay. So, Joe, you just stepped. Holy crap! Oh my God, wow. you're gonna start a Ooh. new Irish Italian German war. In we're that's the new race no. war, everybody. Joe's starting it's it over sauce war. versus Bring it mustard. On, baby. Bring it on, Bring it on baby. I'm Colonel Mustard. I'm Colonel Mustard. Of the, I'm 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 Colonel Mustard uh, of the uh, of the Kraut McFriend League. Yeah, Ken, we're gonna lose. I know. Just let them, but you know, I I don't know. Fascism did get defeated in Italy, so I, who knows? <laughs> I I it could the great it, sausage it could be debate. Like Irish. Anyway, I was just having sausage fest. I was just having fun. I wanted to read that. Thank you for having my back. <laughs> Trisex. <laughs> um, so, uh, but anyway, yeah, but Joe, Joe did step into like the Yankees. No, no, I didn't step red. into anything. That I my my feelings about Fenway Park. Ah, you're are fe- well known. <laughs> hey, woo. Everybody knows the feelings between the Red Sox and the Yankees. That's right. You should know. I'm playing the whole thing. You won't have them for a while, folks. Stomped into it. Yep. <laughs> Told you I'm playing the whole thing. <laughs> Don't worry, Florida. You're getting back wrestling because your idiot governor. Oh, God. Mm-hmm. That jackass. Wrestling is essential services. Okay, I guess for who? I... For who? People who want to masturbate at home while streaming it? <laughs> Oh, yeah. Stepping in it. And Whoa. that's one to grow on. Yeah. It's <laughs> yeah, hey, a fun, sexy time for you. Yeah. Whoa. We won't kink shame. We're not going to kink shame. You mm. want to uh, have a jag to, uh, you know, some uh, greased up uh, <laughs> wrestlers. <laughs> we're not going to, we're not going to judge. <laughs> Oh my god! Why is why is wrestling essential? Yeah, that's the first time I've ever said if you want to have a jag. <laughs> really funny, oh god, I'm gonna choke. So, uh, <laughs> really, did you say you you wanted? Wait, say that again, Joe. No, 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 I no. Said, I almost choked on a Ritz cracker. Oh, oh so really? All right. Really? 
No. Yeah, you know, you know what you do? You, you buy yourself a tape recorder. You just record yourself for a whole day. I think you're going to be surprised at some of your phrasing. There you go. Um, Again, phrasing. So many dark. By the way, yeah, I, I changed. I changed the Better Call Saul lawyer one. My favorite Better Call Saul lawyer <laughs> joke uh, to a Trump cultist joke. What's the difference between a Trump cultist, cultist on a motorcycle and a vacuum cleaner? The vacuum cleaner has the dirt bag on the inside. So, oh, boom. There you go. Uh, yeah, and the Trojan's got a point. Vince isn't isn't uh, Vince McMahon's wife the head of the small business oh, administration? He almost appointed. Her. Yeah, well, he did appoint her, didn't he? He did appoint her. Yeah. Oh, uh-huh. she she was. What I'm thinking of is she failed. She ran for Congress, either th- Congress, Senate, or something in Connecticut and lost. Yeah. But she did run for office in Connecticut. But she's the head so, of the small cat. Cat will probably know. Let me look uh, at our chat room. She'll she she'll know exactly. Um, but uh, yeah. Anyway, I'll wait for her to put it in there and I'll read it off. Um, but um, so uh, I'm sorry. I'm like cat beer fact checker. So, uh, <laughs> but, <laughs> but she does she does help us out quite a bit. So um, I don't I don't mean to put her on the spot. Um, yeah, I'm I'm I am ninety nine percent sure that McMahon's wife. Yes, no, Susan, Susan, whatever. Who cares? But um, she's she's ahead Ava. Of, she was Ava McMahon. McMahon. She was appointed oh. the head of the small <laughs> business association. Which, Ava you know, McMahon. Right now, she's the head of nothing. Uh, <laughs> married head Adolph oh, McMahon. Yes. <laughs> you know where I was going. Yeah, Look at you. I was in the, I was you, in my rage Yeah, mode. look at that guy. Mixing up. He's mixing up Irish and Nazis again. Yeah, well, like, <laughs> as I pointed out in the I'm chat German Irish. yesterday. Well, let me tell you something, my crowd Mick friend. I'm going to make so much trouble for you, you won't know what it is. Sorry, you're, you, uh, this show is all about the Godfather oh. clips tonight. Yeah, well, yes. that, that, really getting that dark, particular dude. clip didn't end well for the guy who said it. No, it didn't. Hey. It didn't. Or his that horse. It didn't end well at all. Well, it didn't end well for his horse. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> oh, so. I hate that part. Yeah. Uh, you ask me if I want to watch that part in the movie, I say, nay, nay. No. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so, so, no. No, sir, I don't like it. Uh, anyway, um, let's go ahead and uh, get back to what we were talking about. What were we talking about? Oh yeah, Lin- yeah, wrestling in Florida. That's that's wrestling. Good. Yes, yes. That's Ava important. Ava McMahon. Ava, Ava McMahon. McMahon. So and uh, yes. she ran when for both Senate and Governor on different occasions. And thank you for sharing the wiki link. Uh, by by the way, by the way, there was an for anybody that that could get a hold of or or subscribes to the New Yorker magazine. Mm-hmm. There is a great, great. Uh, rundown on on uh, Mitch McConnell. Oh yeah, and oh, it it is a takedown article. Oh yeah, it's, it's written by uh, Jane Mayer, right? Yeah, let me. I, uh, I have to read that. I haven't had a chance to read that yet, but I have a I did hear that there was. I hear. I heard somebody read an excerpt from it. Oh my god! It it it, it was it was it, it, what a takedown! I mean, what an expose! Uh, well, I'm gonna put a a link, mm-hmm. but the main thing was how his first wife and his two daughters from his first wife are absolute progressives and oppose everything he does. Oof. Oh, wow, it's ugly. 
and apparently, yeah, his first wife and and his kids do not uh, appreciate his uh, his politics. And yeah. when I find the article, I will put it's it's worth the read. I don't know if you if you could read it without a subscription, but I'll put yeah. it on that again. I'm sorry that's for cool. coughing. It's not don't Corona. Worry. No, that's fine. Uh, my my allergies uh, are going if, crazy if right now. And when anybody gets their um, you know, twelve hundred dollar check, yeah. think about donating to Amy McGrath and Joe Biden. Um, and Joe Biden. Oh, of course. And the post but office. I, the post office. Buy some and stamps. The post o- buy stamps. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. I put the link in there and uh, the New Yorker cartoon of. Oh, that's good. <laughs> popped up. Well, that's all right. Mitch McConnell. But anyway, yeah, but anyway. Look at, that mug. look at him. He looks also, like a bee. I, I, heard, I heard that a part of the article is about how he wasn't turtle enough for the turtle club, too. Am I not turtle enough for the turtle club? <laughs> yeah. No. Um, <laughs> Apparently not. Apparently not. But, uh, no, thank you, Kat. Uh, also, um, about uh, Linda McMahon, she lost to Blumenthal Linda, in 2010. Sue. I'm sorry for no, all that's the okay. Sue's out there. No, th- thank you uh, for, no, I just want to thank Kat for getting the info. She lost to Blumenthal in 2010 and Murphy in 2012 for the Senate. So, U.S. Senate, U.S. Senate. So, to be mm. specific. Mm. So, and also, also, Kat pointed out that, that uh, the, the Red Sox Yankee, uh, the rivalry is why she became a Royals fan. <laughs> I understand it. Do you? Do you yes. really? You're oh, still yeah. a Yankees fan. Huh? You're still a Yankees fan. You have to understand, I, Joe DiMaggio. My grandfather idolized Joe DiMaggio. My, I used to sit with my grandfather and watch Yankee games when I was like two. All right. Okay. I'm All right. Gonna, I'm gonna I'm gonna play the other side. You have to understand. The if, Red you, Sox, if you if you if you hold on, the Red I Sox, bleed pinstripes. The Red Sox traded Babe Ruth to the Yankees, and what? that's when it all began. See, you're wrong there. They did not trade him to the Yankees. They sold him to the Yankees. See, see, you see what I'm saying, everybody? Oh. And now, do look, you know, I'm not here to defend. I'm not here to defend the Red Sox. You know Sox. why? Do you know I why? I actually like the Yankees. I also you know, like the Mets. Do you know why they sold Babe Ruth to the New York oh, Yankees? Jesus, you're not really saying that a white man was sold, Joe. Do you know why he was sold? He was sold outright. And you know why? Because the then owner of the Boston Red Sox <laughs> wanted to fund a play on Broadway. Called. I actually no no Nanette. I actually and needed knew that. to raise I the money. Did you? I didn't remember the name of the play, but I knew that factoid. Yes, no no Nanette was the name of the play, and he needed the cash, and he the sucker sold Babe Ruth to the New York Yankees, one of the most successful pitchy pitchers of all time. Trisec, if you're out there listening, please know. The first mm-hmm. time in us knowing each other, and Trisec and I have known each other, me and Bob, since 2005, I defended the Reds. Oh my God. <laughs> I, hear, I hear something in the background. Yeah. I've been playing. This is I, the I third time I'm playing until you guys <laughs> I, are done. I know. Jeremy, I know. So. Jeremy, I know. Jeremy, the cricket. I ignored died. it the first two times. Jeremy, Jeremy, our cricket died years ago, guys. Jiminy That's Cricket? That's what you're hearing. Jiminy? Jiminy. Oh, okay. Well, Jeremy, 
Jeremy Cricket his from ne- Pinocchio. His nephew died too. <laughs> See, Trisec, Trisec, just, just, uh, everybody, everybody's coming up with the, with the, who was sold to bankroll a Broadway play, but nobody came up with the play. No, no, Nanette. No, no, Nanette was worth, was worth Babe Ruth. Oh, By the way, how, how successful was No, No, Nanette? Um, not, uh, uh, it wasn't as successful as the way that the Yankees won with Babe Ruth. Not, not as another. successful as Babe Ruth was with the Yankees. But he did it. I miss, no I shit. miss Jiminy. Do you miss Jiminy, Joe? Yes. Jiminy Bob? As, a, as a matter of fact, as a matter of fact, as a matter of fact, Jimmy, Jiminy made me pull off Route 81 on the way from a ball game <laughs> when I was listening to the show after, after going to the ball game, after going to the stadium. And I had to pull off Route 81 because I thought there was a cricket in my car. And it was this cricket. <laughs> anyway, I'm so sorry. I got names all wrong. I'm. <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't know what's going on. So, what was this out- segment about again? Obama. Hot. Thanks, Obama. <laughs> thanks, Obama. <laughs> uh, yeah. Did you see how na- it, hmm? we could have nice things again because Obama. I miss yeah. him. I miss I wanna, him so badly. I want Biden to to get elected, and we finally get the remake of No No Nanette that we deserve. No No Nanette. Live without a No No Nanette. What everyone now see? What we're also missing again some more Babe Ruth trivia. Babe Ruth began his professional career in Baltimore, and if you go to if you go to Baltimore's stadium, right, mm-hmm. they have a statue of Babe Ruth at the entrance to the stadium. Do you know the name of the oh. stadium, Joe? No, no, Nanette. No, no, no. Are- arena. The name of the stadium is Camden Yards. Yes, oh. because it's named after the railroad yards that it was built on. Okay. I just wanted to put that out there because I know I am a And lady. it's right there. It's right I'm there a, at the I'm Inner Harbor. And I've I'm been a lady there, and, and I've I know been some there. Things about sports. I was there twice. <laughs> I was there twice in an embarrassing situation, but I was there twice at, oh. a, at Camden Yard. Well, was it, was it pants related? No, no. It was. Okay. It was Barbara wanted to go. There, there was always a huge antique show at the convention center at the Inner Harbor every year. Yeah. And it, around August or September, I, I forget. I think it was late August. And um, it's not, it's a, it's a, it's like a, a within walking, the convention center is within walking distance of Camden Yard. Plus, Babe Ruth's house where he grew up is within walking distance of Camden Yard. Did you know that? No. Uh, yeah, I did. Were you ever there? No. Well, I was. Ha ha, okay, there. Well, you See, win. I was hey, there. ask I was me there. where that is on, ask me where that is on my bucket list. <laughs> well, it should be. <laughs> so, oh like, man! So this is Joe's sports talk. <laughs> yes, sports talk with Joe. I played you the jingle like the five times tonight. I know. I um, like it. It's in the background so, because I could yeah. do like I like Yankee I talk. Yankee talk. All right. Well, you're done yanking it right now. So um, oh, I'm sorry. Oh. I'm sorry. I took way, too much, way too much time. I know, no, Nanette. I'm well, sorry. Well, we gotta we gotta go to the Green News Report. But before then, before then, 
Jeez. Kurt says not as that that uh, no no Nanette didn't do as good as uh, a certain other musical. And now it's oh, time yes. for Hitler and Germany. Deutschland is happy and gay. We're marching to a faster pace. You know what I wish I had was a don't be stupid, be a smarty, come and join the Nazi party. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I need that. I need that. So Nazi, Nazi, no, you couldn't even say no. No. (laughs) (laughs) I I need the clip of him saying Hitler. Hitler was a great painter. He could paint an entire room in a day. (laughs) Oh my god. He was a great paper hanger, wasn't he? Oh, oh painter, a great painter, because he could paint a re- he could paint a room in a day. Because you know Hitler did paint, but um, yeah. yeah. Anyway, he wasn't that good. He wasn't. He was. He he he. he it was yeah. With that Hitler's paintings is another show onto. I understand that portrait so. in New Yorker magazine of of, uh, of Mitch McConnell was done by by Adolf Hitler. Oh. Anyway, yeah. Anyway, yeah, we got to go to the Living break. Living on Long we, Island oh, says, oh, yeah. I guess you could always get 11 in Scranton. I don't know what that means. Uh, I don't know either. Is that a channel? Or is that 11 something? I don't Probably. know. Probably. It sounds like sports I, I, to me. Sports? And numbers. I don't know. I'm sorry for bringing this whole thing up. I'm kidding. Are I'm you, just messing with you, really Joe. Sorry? I'm having fun. <laughs> I'm having fun. <laughs> I know. I know. Anyway. <laughs> I know. Green News Report. I am. I am, I am really sorry for bringing this up. I, I, I played with All right. All right. What else do you guys have to say before I go to the break? I was playing a promo there, but go ahead. What, what do you need to get off your chest? Get your beer here. Get your beer um, here. Right. Ice cold beer here. Sausage with mustard perhaps, as well. Perhaps one of our oh. next sports talks segments. Vomit bag sold with mustard and sausage. <laughs> Let well, rain finish. Not tonight. Not tonight. We can discuss maybe on a later show. Derek Jeter versus Big Poppy. No, let's not do that. Now I'm throwing it out. There. Green news oh, report yeah. coming up. <laughs> oh, yeah. Something's going to happen. Remember where you are. You know what? I have one thing to say to you. Mariano Rivera. Oh, he's the goat. It's Tuesday, April 14, 2020. I'm getting the kids, telling them to get under the bed. I'm yelling for my wife. She's screaming, the roof coming off, and then the whole roof flew up. Deadly tornadoes hammer the South, complicating coronavirus emergency response. This would have been on a store shelf 24 hours from now, um, but it's not. Farmers forced to dump fresh milk destroy food crops as coronavirus upends U.S. food system. Plus... A historic deal, but already big analysts are coming out and saying, look, it's simply insufficient. Deal reached to cut global oil production. All of those stories and more straight ahead. From bradblog.com, I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyen. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. Nobody is winning at $25 oil. Well, not nobody, CNBC. I think consumers may be pretty happy about it. But then again, consumers aren't really your interest over there at CNBC, are they? This is your Green News Report.
Okay, Desi Doyen, on top of a coronavirus pandemic, now we've got to start worrying about storm season. Indeed we do, and it's already started. At least 32 people have been killed in the south after tornadoes and severe thunderstorms swept across 12 states from Texas to West Virginia early Monday morning. The governors of Alabama, Louisiana, and Mississippi have declared states of emergency over the damage, and that's on top of already declared states of emergency for the coronavirus pandemic. That has strained emergency response capabilities and complicated efforts to prevent the spread of the virus among storm victims forced into community shelters. This is something you've been warning about for quite some time, the idea of several different disasters all happening at once in certain places. Yep, and now we're getting to see how well we respond to multiple disasters simultaneously or not. Or not. The global oil price war between Saudi Arabia and Russia has ended, for now, with an historic agreement to cut their production starting in May. Oil prices have crashed over the last few months due to the price war, a pre-existing supply glut, and a lack of demand for oil caused by coronavirus shutdowns around the world. The deal means that the OPEC oil cartel and several major oil-producing countries will cut production by nearly 10 million barrels of crude oil per day. That's about one-tenth of world supply, but oil demand itself has dropped 35 percent. That's why industry analysts warn that this largest oil output cut in history is probably not going to be enough to prop up prices because of that global slump in demand. They warn it likely won't be enough to prevent dozens of U.S. oil producers from going bankrupt. And it won't prevent the gas prices from continuing to fall. Right. The coronavirus pandemic has also disrupted the nation's food supply chain. While families are lining up at food banks around the country, the New York Times reports that farmers are being forced to waste staggering quantities of fresh food, dumping perishables like milk, eggs and vegetables in the trash and destroying crops due to a crash in demand from large institutional customers like restaurants, hotels and schools that are closed due to shutdowns. Food banks can safely receive, store and refrigerate only some of that surplus. Paul Allen of Florida's Hatton Farms told CNN that farmers are struggling to adapt to the abrupt shift in demand. It's, it's just too massive to handle. You have to understand this is a perishable crop. You know, you're to harvest it on one given day and you got about a two-day window to get it harvested. If you don't, then it's, it's bad. It's not frozen, not canned. So it's planted every day and it's harvested every day and it's meant to be consumed every day. The Milwaukee Journal Sentinel reports that some Wisconsin dairy farmer groups say the USDA has not yet responded to their request for the federal government to buy and distribute their surplus food. Farmers are also reporting critical shortages of farm workers due to the virus. COVID-19 is also affecting the meat processing industry. The world's biggest pork producer, Smithfield Foods, announced on Sunday it is closing some U.S. plants indefinitely due to the spread of coronavirus among employees. Meanwhile, in Ukraine, firefighters are struggling to control large wildfires that are burning through radioactive forests in the abandoned territory around the destroyed Chernobyl nuclear plant. Uh Greenpeace Russia reports that satellite photos indicate the fires have come within two miles of where some dangerous waste from the Chernobyl nuclear disaster is stored. While the smoke does carry some radiation, officials say levels are very low. Ukrainian officials? Yes. Mm, Be careful about trusting them. 
finally, some good news. The closure of polluting coal plants has resulted in clear gains for public health. A new study has found that in Lexington, Kentucky, toxic air pollutants dropped 55 percent after one coal plant closed. Air quality improved so quickly that hospitals in Lexington, Kentucky, saw 400 fewer admissions for asthma in the first year after the closures. It's another example of how quickly public health will improve with transitioning away from fossil fuels. They closed the coal plant and they had 400 fewer admissions for asthma in one year? Yes. Dramatic. Yeah, I'll say. For much more on all of those stories and the ones we couldn't get to today, check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyne. And this has been your Green News Report. Blue skies smiling at me Nothing but blue skies do I see Blue birds singing a song This is Kenny Pick on Turn Up the Night. I've loved you from the first time I heard your voice. You use your tongue prettier than a $20 whore. You're like a word genius, and everything I say, you twist it around and make me look dumb. I like the way he talks. Mm -hmm. Do you really think that people don't know the things that I say? At IndieMediaWeekly.com. He even talks honky. I can handle things. I'm smart. Not like everybody says. Like, dumb, I'm smart, and I want respect. Oh, I was torn. I was either going to play that or something dedicated to the Trump cultists. What did you expect? Welcome, Sonny. Make yourself at home. Marry my daughter. You've got to remember that these are just simple farmers. These are people of the land. The common clay of the New West. You know, morons. Morons. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, morons. Uh, yeah. I just, because I've got some morons. We're going to talk about my Facebook timeline after name calling uh, because I have had some interesting, awesome interactions. I want to give props to some, some, some of my friends on Facebook who I think you might want to be friends with or follow if you, if you don't. Um, it, they're, they're going to be people that a lot of us are friends with. So I'm not just like throwing somebody, you know, uh, some rando that you wouldn't know that we haven't mentioned at least. Um, but, uh, yeah. So welcome back to the show. Uh, rain from four freedoms blog, Washington, DC, the beltway beer of the bubble of swamp. Hello. Hi. I just want to say, I have a new thing for my bucket list. Okay. I want, I want party to continue. So Joe and Trisec can come down Uh-oh. and we can just sit them outside the fence and it will be like essential WWE baseball talk. Let's get him those big inflatable just, sumo wrestler suits. Just don't put us in a cage. <laughs> <laughs> you know that you've seen no, those. And it's it's yeah. not a knock at all. I mean, Trisec really. I Joe, can't. He is so yeah. passionate about the Red Sox. Oh. And just as passionate as you are about the Yankees. And oh. oh, you don't know. Well, wait a second. You're both, mm-hmm. you're both generally gentlemen. You're both but pretty. I hope. I'm I'm an old man. Like Cat said earlier, you're both prettiest. I know. Now, Cat pointed out now, Derek Jeter was a former Columbus. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. No, we're not doing that right now. I know. No, no, no. No, no, no. We've had a fair amount. 
All right. This is my bucket list. It's all right. It's true. Okay. All right. No, I'm not fighting anybody. All right. I'm too old. All right. And well, I'll the sumo, lose. the f- inflatable sumo suits is what I'm talking about. You remember those from the I office. might get hurt in one of those. You might. So uh, I might. Uh, Sorry, I Try. Anyway. You want you down. Welcome back to the show, uh, Rain for Freedoms Blog, Washington, D.C., the Butler Beer of the Swamp, Hi, and guys. Joe Santors of Scranton, Pennsylvania, our guy Tuesday to do name-calling. Hi. I think we should give everybody a sports stadium, and uh, one of you guys stadium. give them a sports stadium, and I'll give them a musical. <laughs> no, no, wow. no, 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 has been spoken for, but, you know, we'll see. Yes, it has. Um, By the so. way, I want to say how, how impressed I am that you get our coronavirus briefings pennsylvania briefings in in ohio yeah that's pretty great that's so, that's great it is so uh but anywho joe santorsa you ready to rock out to some name calling yeah 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 I, I right. could do that. hey, we'll have to scrant with me they place where dreams come true. There is no such thing as an appropriate joke. That's why it's a joke. I say it ain't so joke. I'm gonna have to be taking your car today. See, I have some top secret clown business that supersedes any plans that you might have for this here vehicle. Here we go. <laughs> Buckle up, we're gonna be a bumpy one. <laughs> we could jam and joke your lives. Matter, kid, don't you like clowns? Ain't no party like a Scranton party, cause a Scranton party don't stop. <laughs> All right, let's get straight to the biscuits. Oh, apparently, to the- uh, apparently, I need something for the comic nerds. I think. Uh, what about us comic book nerds? Says living on Long Island. All right, I'll give you a. Well, a com- we can we can do that on Friday. I'll give them a comic book instead of a musical. Just living, so. All right, but okay, because it's a lot. Comic books. Musicals. Oh, I actually have a musical form right there. This is it. stadiums and musicals. Okay. So, all right, where are you starting, right. Joe? Okay. Where am I starting? Okay, let's see. Where do we start? Where do we start? All right. Um, let's start with. Uh, how about getting the list up here? Uh, Adam Hebert is number. I, I'm doing the uh, chat tangle first, by the way. Okay. Okay. Uh, Adam Hebert is with us, and I'm, I'm going to give. Adam, you're close to my heart, Adam. So I'm going to give you the, the the greatest gift of all, Yankee Stadium. Oh, and I will give him Starlight Express. I actually saw that on Broadway. I didn't. Did you? Yeah, I did. All right. Who's next? All right. Okay. Next we have Bobber in D.C. What stadium, Rain? Mercedes-Benz, the Falcons. Okay. Um, Cats. Oh, okay. I'll give you Cats, the musical. Meow. <laughs> no, you should have... See, <laughs> no, you should have given cats. that to, to Cat. <laughs> <laughs> now, is that the one with with the... Uh, no, not the movie. No, is that the one with the buttholes or without the buttholes? No, uh, the pre-butthole. Pre-butthole. Oh, pre-butthole. Yeah. Okay. Next, we have... Memories All Destroy alone the- in the moonlight, moonlight. <laughs> Destroyer Kurt Oh Destroyer Kurt I am going to give him Citizens Bank Park in Philadelphia 
and to him I say, oh, go grease lightning. There you go. So you get grease. <laughs> oh, that's terrible. Tell me more. Tell okay. me more. Oh. Okay. Did she put up a fight? Okay. Foxfire, I'm going to give you um, Target Field in Minnesota. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. That's and a I'll... really beautiful. That's a beautiful building. Here's it one. Is. Here, it and, is. and here we go. This is for Foxfire, right? Mm-hmm. Here, here's I got I got a clip for you. Yeah. The impossible dream to fight the The man of La Mancha. Damn it! I hit the wrong button. Yes. (laughs) Sorry. I hit the wrong button. So I hit the I've got hurt feelings button. (laughs) So, so, um, but uh, yeah. So I give you uh, the the man of La Mancha featuring, uh, yeah, to dream the impossible dream. Yes, the man of of La Mancha. Elvis did a pretty fun cover of that at one of his live shows. I think live via satellite from Hawaii. I think he did it or something like that. Oh, I hated that era. I love that. Keep Uh, going. Okay, Francie. Francie, since you're in uh, you're in you're in Delaware, I'm going to give you Nationals Park. There you go. Home of the Washington Nationals. Well, she's close. She called her favorite musical Jesus Christ Superstar. And you know Jesus what? Starring Murray Head, it was Judas, and on the original Murray recording, Head? What? Murray Head, One Night in Bangkok, oh, yeah, One Night in Bangkok, Bangkok Head, remember that? Um, mm-hmm. So I love that song. <laughs> I do. I like that. Well, song. he was Judas or Pon- or Judas or Pontius Pilate. I forget. Um, so uh, and Ian Gillen from Deep Purple, the second singer of Deep Purple of Smoke on the Water fame and all that stuff, he actually mm-hmm. sang as Jesus on the original album uh, before it became a musical. So mm-hmm. or, or some, th- somewhere in there, he, there's a version of the album that Ian Gillen sang on, and I love it. I own it. So um, okay, but yeah, all right. Who's next? Okay, Cat, Cat. And since she already expressed her her love of the Kansas City Royals, she gets Kauffman Stadium all to herself. And um, I will say, um, uh, hello, Dolly. She has a... Oh, oh, okay. Who who is the star? Carol or Barbara? I don't know. I just I'm just naming musicals that I know. Okay, okay. Uh, I love both of them. Hello, I know I know a little bit about Dolly. them, but uh, I saw a high school. I saw a, a high, oh anyway. Okay, next on our list is oh. you, Kenny, and I'm going to give you what you deserve. Oh, progressive field. I'd prefer it if it was Jacobs Field because that's where I went to see games I, with my dad when I was a kid. I know so. Jacobs Field is no longer. All right, uh, and um, I'll I'll uh, my favorite musical is Phantom of the Paradise. So um, next to Man of La Mancha, so I'll give myself Phantom of the Paradise. It's it wasn't a it was a musical movie, but it didn't have a stage play. I, I saw. I was going to give you Quadrophenia, but okay. That's I more saw, of a concept album. F- but did they do a I music? saw Phantom yeah, of the Opera on, no, I, on Broadway? I saw Quadrophenia in a in in. On stage, 
Oh, I okay. I remember that now. That would they do that in the nineties? Yeah. 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 So, I yeah. saw it at Madison. I remember it. I remember it. Okay. It so yeah, Quadrophenia is good. <laughs> we can give that to somebody else too. But anyway, all right, Joe, who's next? Okay, uh, Ken Senior is next. Uh, and let me tell you. Yeah. I'm gonna give give him because he's a great American. I'm gonna give him Great American Ballpark in Cincinnati. Great I've got American a musical Ballpark for him. Cincinnati. If it's damn Yankees, I'm gonna get pissed. Um, Maybe it will be now. I was gonna <laughs> go with guys. I was gonna go with guys and dolls. All right, go with oh, that way. Okay. 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 I guess I'm next, and I I should let you give me a stadium. <laughs> Um, oh. you give him one of those awful domes. Oh, oh no, 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 I'm going to give dome. him, I'm going to give him, <laughs> I'm going to give him, I'm going to give him, Joe, now I'm going to, yeah. I'm going to poke Brown stadium. Stadium <laughs> with, the, with the great green wall in Boston. Oh, that hurts. That's like a stake through my heart. But no, you can have future oh. landfill of Cleveland Brown stadium. Oh, okay. <laughs> Thank you. And I'm going to give you the musical. Damn Yankee. Okay. I love that musical. Right. I saw that on Broadway. I went. I saw that on Broadway. I went. Let's keep trucking. Okay, meow goodness. Meow goodness. I'm giving him Dodger Stadium. And since he's a cat, I'm you know, because it it's a classic. And he has cats. Um, I'm sure at some point in his life he's had to say bye bye birdie after uh, one of the cats got to. Oh. Bye bye birdie. Bye bye birdie. Hello Dolly. Bye bye birdie. Everything's coming up roses. That's for Francie. I can sing almost. Oh, Lord. Ethel Merman. Lordy, 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 lordy. It's a gift. It's a gift. All right, moving along here. Uh, let's see. We have Michelle. Michelle in South Florida. <laughs> of course, I'll give you Marlins Park. I give her a jousting range at a, at a Ren Fair. Okay, that works. That does yeah, work. That works. And miles, too, for a date night, <clears throat> date <clears throat> afternoon, when things get back to All normal. right. And for her Let's musical, see. I'll give her a spam a lot. I had a spam cheese sandwich today. I'm not ashamed to admit it. And yes, I fried it first. The spam. Good. Okay. Okay, Moonmare. Moonmare is with us. Moonmare, um let's see, who will I get Moonmare? Oh. <laughs> Moonmare gets the guaranteed rate field. <laughs> Home of the Chicago White Sox. <laughs> All right. I've got, I've got the musical. Oh. Okay, there you go. I'm giving Moon. I'm giving Moonmare the Lion King. Oh, oh I okay. would have given him, given her Flicka. What about the Tiger King? No, no, no. <laughs> okay, moving along. President. Oh, President. Well, yeah. I'm gonna give you the Texas Rangers Park in Arlington. Globe Life Park in Arlington. And while you're visiting, take a trip to Oklahoma. Uh, Oklahoma. So, I, yeah. See, that's I don't even know how the songs go. So. Oh, I love I love Oklahoma. Oklahoma. Okay. Right. 
uh, now we're up to rain. Okay. I got a good and, one for rain. Uh, okay. Rain, I'm going to give you the Arizona Diamondbacks uh, field, chase field. Oh, damn it. I hit the button. Sorry. Uh, there, Don't hit there the we button. Go. And Rain, I give you Spring Awakening. What? I've never heard of that. Spring Awakening is a relatively modern musical, but it's um, it's based on the 1891 German play Spring Awakening by Frank Vendekind. And the musical just came out like in the last 10 years or something like that, I think. Oh, okay. And I think Duncan Sheik wrote the music. Um, okay, okay, and, uh, I'll take it. I'll yeah. look into it. Was hoping so, for I don't know Pirates of Penzance. No, uh, Spring Awakening because it's, okay. it's something I've always wanted to see, but I never have. The music for it is splendid. <coughs> so okay, I, I don't, there's a song I'm, called I'm, I Don't I'm, Do. There's a song from it called I Don't Do Sadness. That's a really good song you might want to check out. And it brings tears to my eyes every time I hear it. Okay. Uh, okay. I do do sadness. Next is uh, Theo. Theo. I oh. think he sh we should give him um, we should give him Thunderdome because that's sci-fi. Oh, that's good. So Adam mentioned Thunderdome earlier, so I'm stealing his idea. So. Okay, then I, you know what I'm going to give him? Uh-huh. Sci-fi, right? Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna give him Oracle Park. Oh, Oracle Park. I don't know. Yeah, San Francisco Giants. Oh, oh, oh! I thought you were giving him a musical. Oh, oh! So he no. he, he needs a musical. Need, I gave him the musical. I gave him Thunder. I gave him Thunderdome from I've Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome. Two so men I've enter, one man leave. For Theo. So. I'm gonna give. I'm gonna give Theo. Um, hairspray. Hairspray. Wow. Okay. That's a good uh, one. Next up, yeah. Next up is uh, my best buddy Tim Coromal. Oh. <laughs> it's like he's here. There you go. And um, I think I'm gonna give Tim um. You know he's such an angel. I'm giving him Angel Stadium. That's Ooh. good. You know what? I might. I'll give him a throwback stadium, Three Rivers Stadium that doesn't exist anymore oh, from Lord. Pittsburgh. Oh Lord! Yes, yeah. it's now PNC Park. Oh, that's gross. And, um, and it might not have been a Broadway musical. I'm going to give him Angels in America because because I'll give him Book uh, of Mormon. You could have given him Angels oh. in the Outfield. Book that of was, that was a what about Book of Mormon? The, it's got some angels I on it. I just will take back all of them. Sorry. I'm sorry. That was rude of me to... Uh, I'll save my suggestions. No, I think Angels in America is really good. Because it I is. just think it's a very hopeful and uplifting thing. And we need we need more people to be hopeful and oh, uplifting. Okay. Okay. I get it. I get it. Thank you for that. So, sorry. Oh, I, next is my... I just got excited. What? Oh, God. <laughs> next is... Next is my nemesis, I guess. My new nemesis, Trisec. Oh, oh let's see. Trisec. Uh, what would I give him? What would I give him? Chase Would it be Fenway Park? 
There you go. I got and, Fenway Park. <clears throat> and I will give you Rocky Horror Picture Show. Oh. Oh. Good. That was nice. That was yeah. nice. Who's next? Okay. Next is uh, Trojan Rabbit. And who and I realized I should have given him spam a lot, but didn't they do one based yeah. on the life of Brian, too? I don't I think they, they did. did. I think you're right. I, don't remember I that, think but... you are right. I think you are right. Yes. Right. And because he's such a sunny disposition, I'm going to give him Minute Maid Park. Oh, no. That would, oh, wow. it's, I think it's becoming a stage play. It says John Cleese is turning Life of Brian into a stage play. This is from 2019. I want to give I want to give him a musical. How to how to um, succeed oh. in business without really trying. Let's see. There you go. Because that's kind of satirical. Yeah. And so is Trojan. Yes. Yes. And last on the list, but certainly not least. Will from Chicago. And what else would I give Will? What else would I give Will? Um, Wrigley Field. Wrigley Field. There you go. I walked past that. I walked past it. I saw it. You did. It's it's nice on the outside. It's a classic. It's a classic. Got all the the, the ivy on the wall. Yeah, looks cool. It's it's cool. Yeah, it's like an American icon. So it is. It is. All right. It's, so it's, do it's we an get American icon? Anybody uh, that is let's in, see who's, we got who's living <coughs> living in Long Island <coughs> for sure. Musical. <coughs> living in Long Island gets Spider-Man the what's, musical. What's, what was what was Will's musical? Oh, Will's musical. Oh, I'm sorry, Will's yeah. musical. Uh, we'll give him. Um, uh, let me see. Uh, How about Fiddler on the Roof? Or I was gonna say, yeah, that, that's good. I'll save mine for the next person. There you go. Thank you. Classic. Okay. okay. Let's see. Living on, on Long Island, I don't think was in the original. No, he can't get in uh, Chat Tango. He can't get in Chat Tango. So I'm going to give Living, let's see. I'm going to give him City Field. What else? Nice. And what I get, else? And I give him Spider-Man the Musical, which flopped horribly. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, it did, it did. Or Joseph's Technicolor Dreamcoat, if you want that. Or Joseph and his Technicolor Dreamcoat okay, with, yeah, with Donny Osmond. With Donny Osmond. I think we missed Clinster. Yeah, we didn't do Clinster. Yeah, we didn't do Clinster. <gasps> Got his music. Okay, Clinster. Um, I want Clinster to keep in touch with us, so I'll give him T-Mobile Park. <laughs> okay. Where is T-Mobile Park? Not a sponsor. Seattle. Seattle. Seattle? Okay. Sponsors the Seattle Park. <laughs> um, I think that I'd like his musical to be Sunday in the Park with George. Oh, okay. There we go. Okay. Anybody mention did, any? Okay. We, did, did we get everybody there? I think we... Let's see. I'm looking at fi- Firefox. We got uh, Cat. We got Living. Yeah. Meow. Moon Mirror. Trice- yeah, we got everybody now. All right. So yeah. we got you. We got you living. We're just a little behind. Um, so I didn't see any birthdays. Anybody? We'll, we'll get birthdays. Uh, if there are any, type them during the break. 
because we want to make sure we have enough time to with Bobber to finish the pizza topping bracket. <coughs> I do have a death, by the way, to report. Oh, oh no. Yes, and it's it's very close to my to my family. Okay. I'm sorry. Hal, Hal Steinbrenner, owner of the New York Yankees, I died heard today. About that. Yeah. Oh really? Was it? Yeah. Was it coronavirus or no? No, no. Just the <clears throat> he was 63, I think. <clears throat> they said it was a long-standing illness. Okay. Uh, yeah, a medical condition. I'm, I'm really sorry to sorry. hear that. <clears throat> yes. Yes, so he was no. the son of George, a much hated person in baseball. Can't say I like George myself. Yeah. But you know, George, he was from Cleveland. <laughs> he was from Cleveland. And he was voiced by Larry David on uh <coughs> Seinfeld. Yes, he was. So But anyway, yes, we gotta we gotta go we gotta go to the break. Um sorry about to hear about that, but um and Joe, can you, you do you have the updated bracket ready to go for us um uh, for when we oh, come back? Oh, 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 here, here. You do Just have it. Say it and say it, and you got it. Here it goes. All right. Boop, 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 okay. Boop, and bang, there it is. Awesome. Bing, Thank you, Joe. Bang, boom. Bing, bang, and now I'll put it in the other one. And all right. Well, break. all right. You do that, and we'll be right back with Bobber and pizza toppings. And if I have any time left, I'll talk about some dumb shit that happened on Facebook today. Uh, which I'm shutting it down. Not Facebook. Just shutting people down. Uh, but we'll be right back with more Turn Up the Night right after this. Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. Bring it on. Light out, everybody. Every Sunday and Monday at 10.30 p.m. Eastern, Indie Media Weekly presents the Sci-Fi Double Feature with two old-time radio shows from the science fiction and horror genre. The Sci-Fi Double Feature, every Sunday and Monday at 10.30 p.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly. <laughs> and now, on with the show. Hot gnip Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. What you're about to see is nothing short of a miracle. So revolutionary that at this point in time, there is nothing else like it anywhere. Now you may ask yourself, how is this possible? Computers, that's how. He has a machine and a cord right out of his computer. Prepare to make computer to computer contact. That is an idiot idea. Only macro. The internet, that's the one with email, right? You've got mail. Yeah, who said that? Thank you. God bless the internet. That's where the real action is. Come on and take a look. This could be very interesting indeed. Welcome back to the Tuesday edition of Turn Up the Night. Uh, well, the day formerly known as Tuesday, the day currently known as Day, like all the other ones. Uh, 4-14-2020, uh, two months after the month Trump forgot. Welcome back, everybody. Uh, joining me, as always, on the program, uh, Rain from Four Freedoms Blog, Washington, D.C., the Beltway Bureau of the Bubble of Swamp, Palu. I take no responsibility, none. <coughs> take no responsibility, but I have the ultimate authority. 
I have the to- I have total authority over Arsenal of Thrills. The Arsenal of Thrills. So just so yeah. you know. So all you states song. wanting different clips and things. <laughs> tough. I mean, I just They're want mine. people to remember. He said, I don't he was asked, Do you take responsibility? I nope. take no responsibility. Full authority. Yesterday, he said that he has total authority. Respect How my authority. Does that work in real life. <laughs> that was basically him pulling a Cartman moment. Respect my authority is what Respect that was. My yeah. Yeah. That's exactly yeah. what that was. I need to get you know that what? clip I take now. No responsibility for the fact that my dog shit in my yard, but I have total authority over the fact that I have to pick up their shit. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway, and Joe Santorsa, Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City, uh, keeper of the bracket and the owner-operator of Joe's Clown Car Garage, also heard on the Tim Caramel Show, right here at 10.15 p.m. Eastern uh, on Indie Media Weekly. Welcome back. Thanks. I hope hope Trump gets, his mushroom gets a blight. Oh, (laughs) Man, we 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 only have three rounds left, guys. This is going to be super easy. Uh, well, this will be done in a half hour. Yeah, and last but certainly not least, also uh, Rain's Bobber half. It's Der Braumeister Bobber. Hello, Bob. Welcome. Thank you for uh, hopping on. Sure. Happy Tuesday. There are toppings to debate. Or or, or should I say happy? Happy day. day. Happy day. Yes. Happy day. <laughs> and note, note, Bobber, I don't know if you took this uh, as anything, but note my silence when you referred to my sandwich as a Cleveland steamer. Did not appreciate that. <laughs> Did not appreciate that. <laughs> For the record. I, I cried then and I'm crying now. Yeah, you better. You, I'll give you something to cry about. <laughs> so, uh, uh, to be fair, to be fair was just, I said it was Cleveland style. <laughs> Whatever you put on the sandwich really sort of depends on what the meat is. If it's, if it's you know, uh, a bratwurst or. Uh, or Polish sausage and Mia yeah, mustard, but if it's Italian sausage, mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. who knows what kind of sausage it was? Who knows? What was I have that. That's that's a nasty way to put it, Bob. <laughs> <What was it? laughs> that is just that's disgraceful, Bob. That you're even <laughs> saying it that way. <laughs> I oh you oh, know no. I was only two oh no. <laughs> Uh, well, no, you got to be more combative. You got to be. Stink- <laughs> you got to say. That was a stinker of a thing to tell him. Everybody who's listening to this show and in the chat room, th- that personal private discussion took a really dark turn. <laughs> it did. <laughs> it did. It did. Uh, <laughs> we we were all all the boys were sent to their corners by. I was at one point. Yeah, go to your corner. At one point, yeah. At one point, I apologized for not having any swastika images to share. So oh, yeah, it got, nasty. <laughs> it got really, really nasty. You all need to settle down. Because I was getting compared to genocidal dictators for putting mustard <laughs> yes, on were. sauce on some <laughs> sausage. Putting mustard on sausage. <laughs> 
the hell? Yeah. <laughs> it was, yeah, it was. If that was, look, if it was hot pastrami. No, perfect, don't, perfectly. don't, don't quantify it. Don't quantify that it. Is, it fine. That is, that is such a disgraceful a way to say it, Joe. If it was a pastrami sandwich. You're just, you're a loud mouth. Mm-hmm. And if you keep talking, <laughs> oh I'm going to leave. <laughs> oh my God. Is that all it would take? Yeah. It's for us to talking. Uh, uh, wow. All right, Brian Karam, to your corner. Everybody, everybody likes different things. Okay, enough. Oh, you're going to tell, tell me what's enough? Enough. Uh, Rain is the final arbiter. Rain is the final arbiter on the. She was the only voice of reason in this discussion. Just last see, night. Yeah, when she said, "Boys, to your corners." <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This was this was the week I was called a lady and a battle axe by a stranger. So I just yeah. stop. Yeah. Just everybody stop be it. nice. You all get to like different things. Except. I- Mustard and stop it. No, 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 stop. <laughs> stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Well, I didn't say anything. Yes, you did. You said. Oh, wasn't I, wasn't I muted? No, I wasn't muted. muted. Oh. muted. I thought I was muted. I, I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I swear I was muted. Oh, that's uh, the button on the bottom. Oh, let's see what. You okay. were not muted. You let's are muted. No. Stop let's that little that Trump. Stop it. That's the little mutt button. We heard what you said. Let's hear what it sounds like with the, the it's stupid kid uh, crying in the background <laughs> when I turn the clip down really low like it's in the other room. <laughs> yeah, that's like a full-throated stupid. Yeah. So, uh, we'll, we'll right. try it. We'll try it's too much too. So. All right, let's hug it out. All right. Okay, so here we go. Uh, let me uh, do a little intro for this, everybody. Ladies and gentlemen, it is the final three rounds of the Turn Up the Night Top This Pizza Tournament. First up. What is first up? Oh, no, no. Yeah, fir- first up. Here we go. Black Olives versus Hot Peppers. So it's actually five rounds. No, it's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Seven rounds. I have a... All right, so who want? Do you want to start this one? My, black my black olives. Is, is do the hot black peppers. olives or the hot peppers include yellow mustard? No, <laughs> never on pizza. I thought you put this to bed. Stop it. <laughs> yeah, you told us to go to our corners and hug it okay. out, <laughs> and now you're instigating. All right, forget it. No, it does not. Clearly, it does not. <laughs> I'm willing to forgive <laughs> Kenny for his transgression. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And you had to bring it back up again. Black olives versus hot peppers. Rain. I'm going to take it. I'm going to swallow it and just going to like my feelings. All right. Let's, all right black peppers or black, we'll black olives. Black, pepper. black olives or hot black peppers. Olives and hot we got, peppers. We got adjective noun on both for you Mad okay. Libs fans. Rain. Black olives oh. or green peppers? Black olive. All right. Next up, Joe, the Italian stallion. Black olives or hot peppers? Hot peppers. I figured that was the way it was going to go. Joe or Bobber. <laughs> Bobber, you are the uh, tiebreaker. Uh, what will it be? Black olives or hot peppers? 
if it was the Kalamata Black Olives, I would have gone with that one. But I, I just can't stand those little round rubber O rings. The hot peppers. Okay. Hot peppers advance. <laughs> All right. Next up, we have. Oh, this is. Black. This is a tough one right here. Fresh mozzarella versus pepperoni. Joe, start this one off. Okay. Um, uh, I like fresh mozzarella, but you know what? The classic is pepperoni. All right. Bobber, let's go to you on this one. Fresh mozzarella or pepperoni? If I get a pizza with only one topping, it's pepperoni. There you go. All right. Rain, you are the decider. It's you. No, I'm not. No, yeah. Is it you? I'm sorry. Is it you? I, you're the decider. You're the decider on whether or not it's unanimous. Is what I meant to say. It's unanimous. It's unanimous. Right. Pepperoni. The old old pep advances. Old pep. Old, old pep. Okay. All right. Okay. So there we go. So hot peppers versus pepperoni coming up uh, on the left side of the board. Uh, next up, bacon oink oink versus ricotta. All right, so Bobber, we'll start with you on bacon versus ricotta. Bacon. All right, throw this to Rain. I think I know which way she's going to go with this because of her bigotry towards smoked meats. <laughs> Are you no muted? <laughs> Did I just no, went I'm too not. far? I went too far. <laughs> now you know how I feel. <laughs> All right. No, I take that back. Uh, you don't have to take it back. I, I get it. We are family. I'm going with Ricotta. Oh, okay. Wriggle. Uh, now the tiebreaker. Here it is goes to Joe. Something very traditional. Ricotta. And I'm just going to say it like a honky right now. Ricotta. Uh, <laughs> even, talk, even talks honky. Versus, versus the uh, exotic bacon. <laughs> bacon versus I, ricotta, Joe. I... I've never had bacon. I, I guess it would be nice, but I have to go with the classic ricotta. All right. I, w I thought you were going to tell us about one of your favorite pizzas there for a second. But, uh, <laughs> well, <laughs> you actually, know, one of my favorite pizzas. <laughs> pizzas is ricotta. Yeah. And it is. Some ric from Ricotta Sam's. Um, I actually so. <laughs> love white pizza with ricotta cheese. Nice. Love it. Uh, yes, uh, it is good. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. So... Bye bye bacon. Hello ricotta. Brought to you by Honky Pronunciation. Uh, <laughs> he even right. speaks honky. Sorry. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, so all right, rolling that right. Was, by the way, that what Joe is quoting is the Beaver's mom. What? He what? even speaks beep. Oh, she speaks. She uh, spoke jive. Spoke spoke honky is a rush, a rush Limbaugh thing. Oh, okay. He's rush. I, right. That's I, that's in well, the. That was a leap. That was yeah. a real big leap. So Sorry. he okay, he even talks honky. 
um, you know. Yeah. Uh, so, okay, moving yeah, on. But, a- another big yeah. two. This is a good one. This is a real good one, oh, everybody. Yeah. These are classics. Mushrooms. The fun guy versus onions on my belt. All right. Um, <laughs> well, no, just onions. They don't have to be on a belt. Uh, but it, sometimes it helps if you put an onion your, on your belt. Uh, so anyway, uh, all right. Uh, let me see. Who hasn't started one in a minute? Uh, Bobber, you want to start Mushroom <clears throat> v. Onion? Yeah, I I like fresh mushrooms. I hate canned mushrooms, but I always like onions. So I'm going with onion. All right. Hmm, how do I want to go? Who do I think is going to side? Because I, I want the tension to build a little bit on this one. Because, um, all right, we haven't had enough tension tonight. No, I know you're right. Uh, you know, <laughs> so we need a little bit more. Uh, all right, rain, mushroom, or onion. I'm gonna go with mushroom. Woo! Okay. All right. It's still got a fighting chance because this would be my favorite topping is mushrooms. I'll have them fresh or canned. And pre- it was a hard choice. Preferably. Like, this one was difficult for me. This was really, really difficult for me. See, I, I when I make pizza, I always put mushroom on and they're always fresh and sauteed and then put on. Sauteed, seasoned, and put on. That's how I do mushrooms on pizza. So, so difficult. When I was younger, I loved onion first, mm-hmm. but it was from one very specific pizza place in Red Hook, New York. All right. There's a lot of pressure in the chat room right now, Joe. Shrooms mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Are, are going up. Trisic, when Bacon lost Trisic, said, why do you hate America? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, now, meow. <laughs> Now meow said, uh, I just, but that's funny. That is funny. Uh, but meow said, Prov- provolone got the shaft in this. I kind of took uh, took it as provolone is generally used as a blend with mozzarella as the actual cheese. At least in my area, I don't know if that's right everywhere. See, that but, goes back to New York style, and I've made it very clear I'm a New York style snob. Yeah. So yeah, it's I've not. Never, it's not out. out I, yeah, I've never seen like, provolone on pizza. I see it on sandwiches, but no oh, I, I there's provolone. It's usually a provolone yeah, mozzarella blend on on uh, in most pizza places. So, hmm. so interesting. In, in my Actually, area, go ahead, Joe. Yeah, my when the first pizza I ever had was my grandmother's, mm-hmm. and she used to put. Uh, uh, Parmesan and uh, and uh, Romano on top. Okay, so yeah, you know those are those are mixed in too. So and a lot of so people anyway, have started doing Asiago mixed in too. So all right, I'm the, uh, I'm the tiebreaker here, and I have to say one of my favorite pizzas. <laughs> one of my favorite pizzas by Uncle Joe in scranton is right across one of the favorite pizza places in scranton is right across from pizza places are in scranton? <laughs> a lot the pizza all of them all of them don't you know that Seriously? don't you know that don't you don't you know that we're known as the pizza capital of the world i thought you were the electric city all of them no I'm well actually actually a little town right south of scranton old forge i hate, hate the pizza chat room and people listening i think that joe lives like in a little tiny house I surrounded live- by 20 pizzerias. 
I of them. live in a pizzeria. I was raised in a pizzeria. <laughs> All of them. So so there. But across from Abe's Delicatessen was this great pizza place. Oh, Abe's Delicatessen. <laughs> yes, that's where I used to hang out in high school because Joe, you know, I actually story. love when your voice was it drops. Abe? Was it All Abe right. Simpson? It was Abe's Delicate. It's Abe's. I we just had breakfast there a couple days ago. Oh. Uh, yeah. Whenever any of my kosher friends come from New York City, we go to Abe's. I, the greatest pastrami in the world. But anyway, let me go back. I the love you, across, Joe. The I'm place sorry across for poking from, fun at you. The place across from Abe's. What am I for except poking fun? Anyway, the place across from Abe's has great onion pizza. I I love it. It's they're all personal, so you have to. I have to buy five or six at a time. Oh wow! But they're great, so I have to say onion. Onion. Wow! All right. Onion. All right. Onion advances. Goodbye, mushroom. Uh, and in honor of that, we can't bust heads like we used to, but we have our ways. One trick is to tell them stories that don't go anywhere. Like the time I caught the ferry over to Shelbyville, I needed a new heel for my shoe. So I decided to go to Morganville, which is what they call Shelbyville in those days. So I tied an onion to my belt. Which was the style at the time. Now, to take the ferry cost a nickel. And in those days, nickels had pictures of bumblebees on them. <laughs> Give me five bees for a quarter, you'd say. Yep. Now, where were we? Oh, yeah. The important oh. thing was that I had an onion awesome. on my belt, which was the style at the time. They didn't have white onions because, because of the of war. The, war. the only <laughs> the thing war. you could get was those big yellow ones. <laughs> there you go. Put a black okay. spot on them. Fine. Yeah. Um, amen. In, 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 amen. In, in the chat room, Trisec yeah. said, Scranton, look, I'll give New York props for pizza, but Boston's North End is going to make it a tough fight. Pizza is not the first food I think of when I think of Pennsylvania. Wow. That's from well, I am throwing I, you guys against each other. <laughs> well, I have one thing to say. Uh-oh. You got another thought coming. Oh. Okay. We, All we right. So I guess we have to. So we're we're gonna have to we're gonna have to do the next round after the break. But uh, yeah, I okay. think for for okay. Joe for Joe and Trisec. Two men enter, one man leaves. Yeah, Thunderdome. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> but just before we go to the break, the semifinal. Yes. We'll pit hot peppers against pepperoni, and ragotta against onion wow what a turn this has taken this is mm -hmm. gonna be tough 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 to get to the end because one of joe's favorite pizzas could decide this whole thing i guess you've all guessed that i just love pizza <laughs> i think he does i think he does I and i just i just love pizza. we know joe's 500 that's favorite right pizzas. yes and because we did of all show title for tonight. because 30 what metric the original what, what uh, metric are you using favorite. joe what metric are you using <laughs> i'm gonna go by my i'm gonna go by my favorite 
I'm gonna okay. go by which which Bob, is my. That made me laugh so hard. All oh, right, Joe's but yes, <laughs> Joe's Joe's favorite pizzas. All of them. Yes. Uh, so <laughs> <laughs> there you go. All of them. Yeah. Uh, all of them. Black. <laughs> all of them. Spanish. All of them. Um, sorry. Uh, so all right. Well, uh, I think it might be fun to hear. I don't know. What do you think about the list, Bobber? Uh, that could be kind of fun to hear right now. We haven't heard that. Yeah, in a, because we've in been going spell. through a list of pizza toppings. We have, we have. There we go. So uh, let's go ahead and hit the break uh, like we mean it. We'll be right back with more. Turn up the night and the finals, the the semifinal Semi- and the final, semifinal and the final for the turn up the night. Top this pizza. What is uh, top this pizza tournament? What is real pizza? So we'll be right back with more Turn Up Tonight right after this. The only time I think I've ever been able to understand myself was on Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. Then things were really clear. Sweet summer goodbye 
Hello, listener. I have a very special offer for you today. Are you interested in listening to a group of middle-aged white people talk about geeky subjects once a week? Very refreshing and new, I know! Me and my friends at First Table Gaming enjoy having roundtable discussions on important and intelligent dumb shit. For example, why doesn't Magneto just use the Earth's molten core to put us all out of our collective misery? Can he even control lava? What is even in lava? How can anyone actually know what the core is made of? Does Wonder Woman have a favorite color? Find out more about this useless information by listening to the Lunatic Parade podcast. We stream every week. Catch us on Fridays at 10.15 or Saturdays at 7 Eastern Standard Time here on Indie Media Weekly. I am Miles Legant, inviting you to listen to Mike Check Radio. Every Sunday from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern, our host Adam Hebert will be bringing the latest in politics and nerd news to discuss, including movies, games, and anime, all while putting up with boss-level button-pushing from yours truly. I'm your huckleberry. Also, my lovely wife Michelle, the mistress of mayhem, will be there to pwn Adam for his use of the F-bomb. I'm nice and sweet and pure, so fuck off! And Metal Master Kenny Pick, will help keep the show on the rails with a stern but guiding hand. Remain calm! All is well! All is well! Indie Media Weekly, doing the best with what we have to work with. Hi, I'm Tim Cormall, host of The Tim Cormall Show. And I'm Joe Santos, a co-host and head mechanic of the Clown Car Garage. Each week, our guests join a roundtable discussion of the political news of the week and peek into the GOP circus tent. And of course, no circus is complete without clowns. And each week, I inspect the clown car to see what obnoxious fumes they have been spreading all around the country. So join us each week. Admission is free, but just one word of caution. If you see the GOP clown car, get out of the way. They're terrible drivers. Hey, Joe, what was that? Uh, I think we just lost another clown car. Tune in for the Tim Coromall Show on Indie Media Weekly Radio, Mondays and Wednesdays at 8.30 a.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly Radio. IndieMediaWeekly.com Extraterrestrial radio, all the power without the tower. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. Where is it that you're from? Cleveland. Cleveland. Like Erie. Erie. What was once the mistake by the lake is now the roar by the shore. I'm rapidly becoming a big underground success in this town. Cleveland has taken its honored place in the building of America. Oh damn it! I tried and I failed to do something here. Um, let me let me try this one more time here. Uh, yeah, here we go. Hey Tennessee, happy Easter, buddy! You ruined Easter. There we go. Yeah, Tennessee ruined Easter for everybody this year. If you know, if you Why does he hate? <coughs> huh? Why does he hate America? I don't know. I don't know. But, uh, but yeah, Tennessee uh, single-handedly ruined Easter for all of the United States today. Uh, to, uh, I'm sorry, this today. All days are days. Um, and, <laughs> uh, yeah, so b- because we set up our uh, Easter decoration, a little uh, plastic bunny candy dispenser from the 80s, <laughs> 
And uh, Tennessee knocked it onto the floor, and he ruined uh, Easter. There's no other reason why Easter was ruined this year. Solely Tennessee's full responsibility. And if you haven't seen the video, if you haven't seen the video, uh, it's on YouTube. I'm sorry, on uh, Twitter uh, (coughs) at at Ken Pickles or on my Facebook page or the Turnips page as well. Just scroll back and you'll see. You'll see what a bad kitty he is. So feel like um, we were all Tennessee (laughs) Sunday. We were. We were. So of course I jest. Obviously, one little cat isn't going to do as much damage as. One big shit given. Uh, so, uh, so yeah. And oh, yeah, Trump, how's that reopening by Easter thing working out for you? How's that going? How's that going, Mr. Uh, oh, wait, maybe, maybe Victoria Jackson has a, has a word for him too about how you know. prescient. Yeah, so prescient, buddy. Uh, but anyway, welcome back to the program, uh, everybody. And while we're talking, uh, Twitter, uh, at rain1967 on Twitter, welcome back. Joe Santorza at Marnus3 on Twitter and Bobber uh, for Freedom's blog at BobberDC.com. I believe that is all correct. Yes. That is correct. So. Except I'm never on Twitter, but. Well, you know. Sometimes you are when I say, go see this. Yeah, I can't remember the last time I posted anything. Well, that's okay. Uh, You know, if people want to, you know, they might just want to follow you and be your buddy. So follow me to the dark side. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, exactly. Nothing happens. Hello, darkness, my old friend. There you go. All right, so here we go. The semifinal, where we have hot peppers versus old pep. Semifinal round one. We're gonna give this one to Rain first. Hot peppers. Oh, pepperoni. Pepper. Oh, in a second. All right. Yeah. So, yeah. old Pep has your vote. I think I want it to go to Joe right now. Hot peppers or pepperoni? You know what? <clears throat> Put me in an untenable position. <laughs> untenable, huh? Because we're messing with your childhood here. Because. And all you, the pizzerias and because Scram. you're pitting me against two of my favorite pizzas. <laughs> so, <laughs> <laughs> but I have to say, I have to go with the classic <gasps> pepperoni. Old Pep is it unanimous, Bobber? It is. It oh, is. boom! Old Pep advancing. Boom shakalaka. Oh yeah, you're right. We probably should have uh, some extra, some extra. Uh, uh, really? Oh, I I can spell. If I can spell, there we go. This will make Tim Cormel happy too. Boom shakalaka, boom shakalaka, boom shakalaka, and, and boom, boom boom shakalaka goes, goes right, right there. For goes old, right there. For old Pip. Old Pip. Old All right. Pep. Old Pip advances. To the final, let's get to the other side of the board, and now where ricotta, wait, I'm sorry, ricotta, honky pronunciation, versus onion. All right, Bobber, let's start with you. Ricotta or onion? I am definitely pro-onion. Pro-onion. All right. Rain. Ricotta or onion? Onion. Woo. Joe, will it be unanimous? Ricotta or onion? Onion. 
Onion Advances. All right. So now here we are. This is, I think we, oh, I feel like. Can you imagine how delicious it would be right now to have. A pepperoni onion? onion? Pizza <laughs> delivered. Right, right there at your house. You know, you could get no touch, with no contact delivery. Pepperoni. Um, they do want your business, apparently. Um, but here we go, ladies and germs. The final round. Pepperoni versus onion. All right, there you go. <laughs> so um, what would be interesting to do is actually order a pizza with like the the four or five toppings from the finals here and see how they all work together. Wouldn't that be fun? Oh. Oh, that would be delicious. We yeah. have really, really good final toppings. Yeah. Uh, you know, Except so the banana peppers. No no pickled no pickled or smoked. Well banana peppers haven't we the, the, those were lost a while ago. So I mean bacon bacon didn't make it, you know, into the what what would you call the is it the semi semifinal Joe? <laughs> <laughs> the the semi semifinal is the quarterfinal. Quarterfinal. Yeah, it was the Sweet Sixteen, <laughs> wasn't it? No, the Sweet no, Sixteen. No, quarterfinal is eight. Quarterfinal has eight, eight yep. contestants. Yeah. I hate semifinal that. has four, and the final has two. All right, and it's down to pepperoni and onion. All right, I kind of had a feeling this is how it was going to go towards the end, but we need to make it official. All right, we're going to go alphabetical. I'm just really we're going to go. We're going to. Didn't yeah. get out of the. I'm yeah, just saying. I can understand. I can understand. Pineapple lost the, the first go around to recall. Yeah. So. That made me feel really good about the. Justified. Rest of the way, everything was going to happen. <laughs> All right. Pineapple is more of a West Coast kind of pizza. It was. Yeah. It was. Yeah. So good. Oh, no, That's I'm sorry. That's so good. That just kills like, me. Every <laughs> no, no pineapple. That's so good. <laughs> Oh Lord! Oh, uh, we do win. We See, laugh. That's like something that laugh. should be in the, um, uh, you know, like pink flamingos or something. You know? Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Where's my Eggman? So. <laughs> <laughs> I am the Eggman. Yeah. That's so. Good. That's so I am happy Walrus didn't end up as a topping, but. Yeah. Oh no! I, I don't know what's wrong with Scranton and their pizzerias. Tusk. Tusk pizza, yeah, just okay. a little slice of tusk on no, there, you know. Oh, blubber, it, it, it keeps the, the pizza moist and gelatinous. Oh. That's so good. <laughs> it keeps the toppings together. Yeah. All right. It's like it's like one of those like the aspic, you know, with the like the hot oh, dogs no. in it. The no, <laughs> no, no. That's so good. A deep dish pizza that's filled with aspic that sort of. It looks like it's got it's like so a import epo <laughs> epoxy. <laughs> Enough of that Chicago style pizza. So, uh, oh my God. <laughs> so good. Uh, anyway, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That was that was a low blow. Uh, all right, we need to put this on the record, make it official, and everything. Uh, here we go. Um, we're, we'll go alphabetical order. Bobber. By height. 
Old Pep versus Old Standard Onion. I wish I could choose both. I wish I could take both of you home with me, but only one can go on. So who, gets the, who gets the rose? Who gets the rose? <laughs> so the rose goes to Old Pep. Old Pep. All right. Joe Onion versus Old Pep. Uh, this is, this is, uh, wow. It's like whichever I choose. Sophie's choice. I'm wrong. Sophie's choice. <laughs> I'm wrong. Yeah. I'm wrong. Sophie's choice? Yeah. Wow, because I got. <laughs> I got. So good. Yeah, it's a good movie. You're because, right. So. Believe it or not, believe it or not, these are two of my favorite pizzas. <laughs> Which, no, uh, for me, they're, they're one favorite pizza with both believe of it or not. all of them. <laughs> believe it or not. All the 750,000 pizza joints in Scranton. All of them. I'm I'm torn between my high school days hanging out at Abe's Delicatessen so dashing good. across the street to get a, <laughs> an onion pizza. <laughs> oh my god. Or Wait, the onion pizza on your belt? Yes. Or a pepperoni pizza. If you need an, if you eat enough of them, you'd need an, a new belt. So Yeah, and uh, I used to eat. Yeah, well, high three. metabolism, high metabolism. You know. Small. All right. Okay, I have to. I have to go. Oh boy. Pepperoni is a is a is a classic. But if I had my choice oh, between this... an onion and a pepperoni pizza, more times out of less times, I would take onion. I didn't think this could happen. Ladies and gentlemen, I did not think we would get down to the final and have a split decision. But I did kind of figure it would be rain because I figured I'd go alphabetically on this. Because <laughs> I thought yes. it'd be entertaining uh, to you know to do it in that fashion. So, rain, a lot of pressure on you right now. Yeah, not really. A lot of pressure. I- no, nope, no. Nope, That's not disgraceful really. that you would say it that way, Rain. It's you have a lot of pressure on you. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Come on, uh, you're a loudmouth. <laughs> I am. I'm a bad uh, axe. Welcome to the club. All right, enough. All right, enough. En- en- enough. I, um, enough. Enough. All right, Rain. Enough. Thought long and hard about. Hmm. And I also think about. One very important thing every time we order pizza. And that's how is my stomach feeling? Okay. Is it too mm-hmm. acidic? Do I My answer is onion. Onion. Oh my god, ladies and gentlemen. Onion. All right. Can you now, believe I'll have it? A conversation with Bob later. We'll, I don't, we'll I don't even up. know you people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Wow. Ladies and gentlemen, the winner of our Turn Up the Night Top This Pizza. What is real pizza? Number one top topping onion. I'm sorry. Oh, no. Onion. It's anticlimactic. Kind of. I'm sorry, Bob. You do know me. We do talk about this. Yeah, usually I want onion on the pizza either. But... Right. Just, okay, now now I feel like I totally... Onion, 
You are a champion among vegetables, among toppings, on pizza. We didn't think you could make it this far, but look at you. Look at you, you little round bulbous husky Look at you, little you guy root vegetable oh sauteed and fresh or however so versatile you are that you've actually made it to the end this is amazing this is his history in the making right now on turn up the night onion beet pepperoni all right. <laughs> I was trying to make it really dramatic because you said it was anticlimactic, so I thought that would jazz it up a little bit. You did a good job, but he's it not did. talking I, I... to me. I got good feelings. I got we'll, we'll good feelings. Oh, 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 oh. oh, that didn't sound good. No, it that did. didn't sound good. Mm-mm. And that's one to grow on. I don't know what to do in this situation. <laughs> uh, I, well, the best thing to do... Your, it was rigged. Meow goodness says the it best, was rigged. <laughs> the, be, the best thing to do in a situation like this is to stand down. <laughs> Who, me or Bob? Well, no, I, no, I will. I, I, I will sit. I, I'm. I'm. You know. I would have gone with pepperoni myself because I, I love it so much. Because it's so salty, savory, and spicy, and it is a classic uh, thing. I, I but I will say tonight. this. I will say this. In these times, in these times mm. where food mm. might start becoming a little bit more scarce, especially pork products. Mm. Try onion on pizza, folks. Oh, oh, you I know? like, I like what you did so, there, Ken. I'm saying it is delicious. I love onion on pizza. If I can get onion, I think onion should be free on any pizza. If you want it, like you know, they give you a crust dusting or whatever. I think onion should be free because onions are essentially free. They're so cheap. You know. Well, onions, crust, onions. crust dusting. That that sounds like some kind of. You know, we that's another act. Cleveland sex prat. <laughs> that's another Cle- that's another Cleveland uh, sex act that uh, we'll talk about that on another show. Um, so dusting? Uh, no, a crust dusting. First you steam <laughs> it and then you dust it, or you dust it and then steam it. I'm a dust your crust. <laughs> so. <laughs> <laughs> there was actually, actually a metal band from uh, about 10, 10, 12 years ago called Crotch Duster. Oh, okay. Oh, well, I, I think you were gonna say onion, onion pizza. I think crust dusting is is a sex act down in the villages in Florida. I'm not sure. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that sounds, that sounds about right. Can everything, everything, everything at the villages in Florida is a sex act? <laughs> well, and they perfected crust dusting down there. <clears throat> yeah. Anyway, well, that's a bunch of. Cr- there are a bunch of crusty old. Never mind. Well, it was funny. We had our our clam bake party uh, last year, and um, in Mort Treehorn's parents came. John and Mary came, and and I asked them where they lived in Florida. He's like, you know where the villages are down in Florida. I was like, is oh. that where all the old people have VD? And he's like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, uh, he's like, yeah, we got a house down there. So. Um, but anyway, yeah, so congratulations, Onion, the Onion Dog or Underdog. Uh, there you go. And Onion Hot Dog is good. Oh, look at that. Joe's got the update with the champion's name right on the pizza there. Onion. Wow. That is something. 
And it was one of Joe's favorite pizzas that decided. I didn't expect so, Onion to come to... I, I, didn't, I didn't either. Expect it. I'm stunned. I'm stunned. I was I was stuck on sausage and pepperoni. I was Two what? of my favorites. Well, Kat says uh, the best of all toppings wasn't even an option ground buffalo. That's kind of a well, that's kind of a newer topping. I went well, with I went with local mon pa establishments to get my list and buffalo wasn't there. <coughs> so, no, I've never seen I've never I have to say I've never seen ground buffalo as an option. Ever. Well, in the future, when I'd we love do to try. Rain likes ground. I think. We'll... Don't you like ground buffalo or bison or something? Oh, I I love bison. Bison burgers are the best. Yeah, I I've I had them a couple times. Only eat bison burgers as hamburgers anymore. At least at home. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Two doors up for me. They raise bison. Nice. You should go uh, yeah. cut one's throat and bring the meat home. <laughs> yeah, yeah throw, throw it over your back you know yeah. carry it home put tell you your, what put it in your you subaru cut put it in your yeah. subaru <laughs> you cut it in the age of corona but joe doesn't need to be slaughtering bison Mm-mm. well and i don't know why i said you I assumed that you would have a subaru to do it in because i don't think you do but you know uh but yeah I, in just, fact up until i bought a nissan i did have oh well, there you go well there you go yeah you just go up there Cut its throat, throw the meat in the Nissan, bring it home. Yeah, you go into that. <laughs> no, I'm not. I almost Barb and I almost stepped on a buffalo in uh, Yellowstone Park. Oh. We well, you know what? We t- actually took a picture. Yeah, there was a buffalo. We we were stopped because there were buffaloes on the road, and when there's buffalo on the road at Yellowstone, you don't go anywhere. Yeah, and you don't get out of your car. Okay. And you don't roller skate in a buffalo uh, herd either. Mm-mm. You don't roller skate in a buffalo herd. You don't roller skate but in a buffalo herd. You don't roller skate in a buffalo herd. Um, we did get out of the car. Roger Miller. Picture. And there was a field alongside the road and a little embankment. And a barb took a step down the embankment and did not see that there was a buffalo laying there. Mm-hmm. And she almost stepped on it until well, it went. <laughs> wow! So yeah, she thought it was, it was a big scary. rock. So didn't see it. You couldn't because there was an embankment. When oh, you started I see. going down, you didn't see over it. See, and then when you saw, that's it, scary as stepped. fuck. Uh, yeah, we got back in the car. <clears throat> I got. Oh, you want to generate controversy on the show? Trisec has a good idea. He says, "I he, saw that." He said, "Can we do cakes next? You next? Do you think pizza was a hot debate? I got an idea. How about we do sixteen cakes on one side of the bracket and sixteen pies on the other side?" Okay, but we oh. we we are going to need to set parameters. Okay, like what constitutes a cake and what constitutes pie. Um, I think it would be what constitutes a cake is that it should be, uh, you know, some, uh, 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 a cakeish consistency that has okay, icing on it. It's not enough for me. Well, uh, okay, I'm me. saying chocolate cake, red velvet cake, vanilla cake, lemon cake. You know, uh, cup, you know, cup, cup, 
But I think the flavor. I think the flavor. German chocolate. I think German chocolate would be a good one to put on there because it, it you know different Do you cakes. What I'm saying, Bob? Yes. Uh, uh, oh, I'm sorry. And Ken and I know Joe. I'm not even asking because you're that, yeah. an instigator. He's just no. going to accuse you of no, being no, a Nazi. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. He's going to accuse you of being a Nazi. Okay. So. Let me ask you some things. Let me throw some some he's cakes out there. He's gonna instigate. He's gonna. Inst- Let me just throw I some cake that. options out there. Ice cream cake. No. No. Oh, really? Really? Yeah, really? No. Oh, okay. I'm gonna say no to that. I'm gonna okay. say no to that too. It's gotta, it's gotta be. be okay. It's gotta be a baked. Okay. Baked, a baked good that is called a cake. Okay. It's got to be a baked good that is typically I, called a I, cake. I, I throw. And let me throw another one out there, and I do it gently. Right. Yellow cake. That's a cake. Sure. Oh, you're. I know yeah. what you're. T- okay, Joe, stop it. Stop it. Oh. <laughs> See, I know what he's doing. No. <laughs> what? I. I'm just throwing. I cake. am a fan of Valerie. We also Flame. know there are known and unknowns. That is to say, we know there are some things we strange. do not know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Yeah, not yeah. that yellow yeah, There's unknown unknowns. Yeah. <laughs> Those are the worst. So yeah, I, I don't know. Every, Should cakes, like cakes, something do you have to put into an oven? A cake, cake, cakes uh, and you pies. Know, a, 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 a traditional cake and a traditional pie. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I think I will. Be, I will propose a list. A, I will propose a As common sense a list of cake flavors. It could be sheet. It could be layer. Whatever. Mm-hmm. It could be a okay. double. But you know, uh, it could be <laughs> apple pie. Could also be like a turnover. You know, could it be upside down? Yeah, pineapple upside down cake would be a great one to put on the list. Bunt. You know, that's a very American Bunt. one. Let's not give all the ant bunt. Uh, uh, you'd have to get more specific if it, if it's like a classic, like with a filling or something like that. Then yeah, probably. But I think and I would just go with side, the, the most side. common. I'd come up with the most six, the, the 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 most common sixteen and popular cakes and pies, which should be easy. You know, we put them together. So can I'll we do. can we exclude aspic? Yes, we can exclude aspic and savory pies or savory cakes, and I don't think they're like potato cakes will I, not be in there. Actually, I really appreciate that excluding yeah. savory, sweet dessert, sweet. dessert pies. Yes, pies, cake. Yellow. Yellow. No biscuits. No, no biscuits. <laughs> we'll do a bit. We'll do a biscuit. We'll do a biscuit uh, challenge at some point too. And of course, Tricep. you know what the winner will be, right? The made from scratch fried bologna and Velveeta biscuit. New. <laughs> so this is going to be. This is going to be cakes versus pies. Yeah, it is to generate even more controversy. The uh-huh. best cake versus the best <clears throat> pie. So the you final. See? The this, final is going to be a cake and a pie against each other. Yeah, this exactly. That's why I have a bucket list for Trisec and Joe. To see sit in now, our yard and Trisec's so got all got, just hang out with them. Trisec's like Black Forest cake, lemon chiffon cake, angel food cake. Yes, perfect. And he says sheet is a style, not a flavor. Thank you. And so, by yes. the way, um, Joe, Trisec mm-hmm. is largely Italian. I'm throwing that in there. Yeah. So well, yeah, yeah, and there's, Trisex there's is many layers. Yeah, there's many layers to a relationship. <laughs> <laughs> also, many layers to a cake. 
Same. Baseball is just one. Cake, cake you know, is another. You know, you can't be superficial and just be a crust. You have to have a filling there in the relationship as well. Yes. That's true. Yes. And if you're a cake, you need if, to have... Just don't dust that crust. Oh, my <laughs> God. <laughs> well, unless you're in the villages. Unless you're in the and villages, and then it's mandatory. <laughs> and every relationship should be moist. <laughs> they dust their crust with DDT down there. <laughs> oh my god! I remember every so relationship wrong. powdered smegma. Every relationship no. should oh be my moist. God. Oh my moist. god! Moist, moist, a moist, a moist relationship. What yes. the hell? Uh, <laughs> and I, I'm gonna assume no. That you know, brown so is, is I'm gonna, I'm gonna assume that brownies don't count as cake. Very no, they don't. <laughs> I'm just playing clips what now is, to, to move on. I knew you are. <laughs> it's ten o'clock. We need to go. So uh, this was so That's good. So good. Yeah, thank you guys. Oh, I will never forget this for show. So <laughs> what a fun sexy time. Yeah. So anyway, I really never, did have. I'll never I, forget what what Rain said today in the chat, when when Bobber was making raviolis, and she said she was so happy that he pulled out his his pasta maker. <laughs> I'm stunned. I know. <laughs> I actually How have audio. I have. You, I actually How have. How often do you pull out your? I have audio. Maker. Yeah, I have audio really from when that. I have audio yeah. from when that happened, actually. If uh, Here it is. Excuse me while I whip this out. Yeah. So. <laughs> yes. <laughs> anyway. Uh, yeah. Brownies are not in there. Yeah. Brownies are kind of cookies. Clinster's right. So, but yeah. Oh, he's got the pies going. Oh, so yeah. I'm going to have to go back pies? through the comment. I'm going to have to go through back through the comments and, and take our listener suggestions tonight. Yes. Take some pies. Take so, some pies. Yeah. Take some pies. Um, uh, and you know what? Um, I will make a post on the turnips page and check it over the next couple days. I want you guys to tell me what cakes and pies, and I will cobble them all together in a list. And we'll, if you know, if something, if you mention it twice, please mention it multiple times because if it's more popular, I'll make that like our top seed one way or the other and try and make it more right. equitable, sort of. I'll use my best judgment. I'll use this metric up here. My pea brain rattling around <laughs> in my big uh, spray tanned face. Um, yeah, yeah. So, and you'll um, have to give them to me so I could get them onto the graphic. Yes, exactly. So, all right. So, yes. you work on that graphic, and I'll work on the list. So, uh, but yeah, right. so deadline will be Thursday night for those. But go to the turnips page. I'll try and write down what you've said here, too. Um, but uh, no guarantees that I catch them all. Um, <clears throat> it should be easy enough to scroll back. Um, all right, so uh, parting shots. Let's once again go alphabetically tonight. Bobber, what do you got? I don't have a parting shot. I was kind of surprised to be joining the show anyway. So I uh, was well. Thank you, thank you. I appreciate that very much. I I I kind of tentatively tagged you. <clears throat> And then I was just like, it's up to you, you know, either way. We could do it tonight or Friday. But now it's out of the way, and we can move on to pies and cakes. That's right up my alley. I know. I know. See, this will be interesting. 
That's what she said. So, <laughs> but anyway, uh, anything else uh, you want to throw out there before uh, we wrap, Bobber? Um. Well, besides the raviolis, I had some homemade mm. tiramisu for dessert. Oh my god, that's a cake! Baby fucking baby Jesus! Oh. That's a cake. That was, no. Uh, you wouldn't call that a cake? Yeah, I, I would. Know. I would. Yeah, yeah. Mm, let's see it's what our listeners cake. think. Let's see what our listeners it's got think. Cake, cake it's, it's, in it. I mean, it's got. Well, they're they're kind of more like cookies. The, the yeah. lady. lady fingers. Yep. And it's a, oh. it was a it was a Godiva tiramisu. So Maybe a Casada cake then or something, Joe. Did y'all hear that? I had Godiva chocolate liqueur. Oh, fancy. Hello there. Oh, <laughs> well, hello there with your Godiva chocolate liqueur. <laughs> it is really good. What a fun, sexy time for you. Also, we'll fuck you up if you eat enough. <laughs> So, uh, excuse me while I whip this out. Okay. Oh God, Joe, excuse what? me while I whip this out. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anything else, Bobber? No, I'm done. All right, Joe. <laughs> Joe, parting shot. Okay. Uh, this is from Seminole, Pennsylvania. 93 year old. This is for Bobber, by the way. 93 year old Pittsburgh area woman oh, is yeah. using the powers of the internet to keep her stock of beer while doing her part to flatten the curve and the kind of. Con- coronavirus pandemic. Olive Verone Essie posed in her window with a dry erase board that read, I need more beer. Yeah! This was awesome! While while holding a can of Coors Light. (laughs) And And that was smart. That was smart on her behalf. 93. And if you don't believe me, here's the picture. Okay? Enjoy. Yeah, but the best part of the story, Joe, after she Mm -hmm. went viral, you know what happened, right? She got more beer? Yeah, Coors Coors gave her like 100 and uh, what, 150 150 cans cans. of beer? Yeah, gave her 150 cans. So I guess they gave her like 30 packs uh, or something like that. So they gave her like. That'd be what? Uh, five thirty packs. Five thirty packs. There you go. So oh, good on cores. Yeah, that, that woman that's, does. That's, that's the equivalent of five real beers, right? <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> Pretty much. There we go. I knew Bobber was gonna. I'll go ahead and I knew have my was take exception to the. I'll go ahead and light. have a squirt full of yellow mustard as a chaser for my Bud Light. <laughs> also, one more. Oh, one more. One more parting shot that's going to really set you off. Do you know why the relief money checks are being delayed? Yeah, I read about this this afternoon. I'm already set off. Oh, I, no, I, I, you know what? I'm not sure, but go ahead. Because they're waiting to put Trump's signature on. Yep. Oh, my fucking Insisting God. on having his signature on those fucking checks. Oh. I just want to shred it now. Well, you'll probably- mine's direct deposit, so it's not going to. I wish my. I don't think we've ever done direct deposit with uh, the uh, tax return. Mm. So, god damn it! What a piece of shit! All right, Joe. Anything else? That's it. All right, Rain. What is your parting shot, my sister? Rain. I- 
I, well, I just muted. I, my parting shot is just eat lots of the pizza toppings that you really enjoy. I'm sorry that pineapple lost. And I'm looking forward to the pineapple upside down cake with ham and mozzarella and ricotta cheese entering into our sweet 16. Uh, no, that's not going to Thank you. It's not going to happen mm. because there's no such thing. Okay. All right. If, pizza, if people put ham and pineapple on pizza, they shouldn't be putting ham. That's my. They shouldn't be putting I got no what? Putting shot. Well, now. I don't want to see any cake with ham and pineapple. I am embattled right now. Oh, cake and pineapple? A pineapple upside down cake? No. Yeah, that goes. With ham. No ham. No, I'm not. We're not talking savory at all. We're talking regular cakes. Regular cakes. Well, so anyway. You know what? Pizza <clears throat> savory and pineapple is sweet. And so therefore, that should not even exist in history. Uh, savory, That's my point. Savory and sweet exists in a lot of different uh, cuisines, especially Asian. Well, uh, I really so. didn't have a parting shot. I was trying to throw out something. All right. Controversial. More controversial. And, and, of course, now I'm under attack from our listeners for my, uh, my uh, I like cheap beer. And I cannot lie. All right. Um, you know what? I've <laughs> defended you on this. Bob and I have both defended you on. And now, now I got Trisac saying Panther piss, and Cat saying the mustard has more flavor than the Bud Light. Damn it! I am. I'm I'm out of this. Oh my god! god. I mean, seriously. I'm so. What is what? Why? Can you please consider my feelings? Be nice to people. Be nice to people. I love it. And honestly, Kenny and I really have had these beer discussions. For those that haven't listened before, we've had them because I have mocked Kenny and I feel bad about it. Yeah, it doesn't matter. And, and when I heard that Coors sent all that beer to that nice old lady, my first thought was, I really wish she didn't drink Coors. But then I realized she's in her 90s and God bless her. And also... Cheap beer has been more prevalent in America for a longer time than good beer. So give us a break. Um, so <laughs> don't you remember Schlitz and Pabst and, you know, uh, Schaefer's and all that garbage? We I, I drank I all that. Say, don't call it garbage. I drank all you that. You don't want me to call Coors garbage. I'm not going to call Schlitz garbage. Well, I'm calling it garbage. I'm not going to lie. I gotta tell so. you, I have a friend that does drink beer and and came to our house one night, and I had Coors Light, and he said, "I'd rather uh, I'll have water." <laughs> yeah, well, that's uh, well pre-prohibition. You know, beer was was good beer, and then that, after prohibition ended, you know the 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 big beer companies slowly but surely, you know, kept watering down their beer more and more. So. It's really probably been only about 50 years that it's, well, maybe it's a little bit longer, maybe 60 or 70 years that it's been so, you know, just watered down. Well, you know, and government regulation had a lot to do with that, too, and I, I don't mind that. So, anyway, whatever, this woman, uh, are you going to, if, if Coors drops off 150 cans of beer at your house, you're going to say, no, no, take that away and bring me Aquafina. Come on, you're going to keep it. You're going to keep it. 
<laughs> I'll trade. I'll trade it to other people or give it away. Sure, you know, have it for guests. You know, that's a commodity. All <laughs> right, I'm done with the controversy tonight, everybody. You guys I just want everybody to stay oh, safe the rest of the week. Stay safe, and we'll see you on Friday. So we I trashed. We trashed his beer and we trashed his sandwich. Yeah, I on homemade fucking Who's bread. Chemosabi. <laughs> Jesus God! Jeez, now I feel now I feel guilty. <laughs> All right, I might go have a sausage and mustard sandwich. That was a very disrespectful way to say it, Joe. <laughs> and you're a loudmouth. And if you want me to leave, well, then I'm just gonna do it. Hey, that's it. Over and out. Rock and roll. God bless America. Time for go to bed. I'm finished. Goodbye. We now conclude broadcast activities. On behalf of the management and staff, we wish you a pleasant good night. Thank you! Good night, Lawrence! <laughs> That's it! I can handle things! I'm smart! Not like everybody says! Like dumb! I'm smart! And I want respect! That's so good.